Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $50 to win $200. Just bet $50 and win $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where win bet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. NFL Week 1 in the books. Chris, Macon, and Kyle recap all the action from the weekend. We dive in. First, Chris is going to talk about the Vegas trip, some winning bets he had, and our big Miller Light and Greenlight podcast collab. Then we dive into NFL Week 1. We talked the Dak Prescott injury, bad quarterback play, the wildness that was the 1 p.m. games. Is it time to panic with Trey Lance? Is it time to panic with Aaron Rodgers? And mentions return. Miller Light mentions for the 2022 NFL season. Y'all enjoy the show. you know how hot me and cowboy reed just came in dude like people at home i just want to set the scene i was summoned by my overlords to vegas our buddies at WinBet. shout out to seth shout out to ian took good care of us as they always do we were at the win this weekend me and cowboy we were supposed to be there for 36 hours actually like 33 hours it was supposed to be like an in and out kind of kind of trip i didn't unpack there's shit all over the room the room smells like room service, you know, where you, you eat on the run constantly in Vegas and you forget to, to put the cart out in the hallway so your clothes smell like chicken tenders in the morning. Like, that's the kind of life I was living in Vegas. Reed, how many hours of sleep? Can we go through that? Uh, well, so starting Thursday, you said you got, I got uh, four I got, to six? I got four Thursday. I went four back Thursday. and looked at my text, my drunk text messages, and uh, I think we shut it down. I got four hours Thursday. I think we got three hours Friday. Seven. Oh, yeah. Four, I got four hours. This is what fucked me. The night before, I was doing that fridge talk. Right. I stayed up doing fridge talk, which is, of course, going to be every Monday night, including that Thursday night. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. No, I texted you. That's the, that's the epitome of your genius right there. <laughs> thank you. I did not know how to take that. I th- I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> Dude, I, I enjoyed it as well. Good. That's good. I hate doing selfie videos. I, I-, I found myself in the driveway last night trying to uh, implement garage talk. Oh, and, my and, God. Because I'm in the garage every yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Garage talk. Tool and, time. And my, my recording wasn't as good as you are. So to Macon's point... Congrats on He's that. so good at that. I don't 
like selfie videos, man. I just don't. And I was up doing a fucking selfie video for no reason uh, Thursday night, knowing I had to go to Vegas early uh, Friday. Kids are in at 6.30 now. Like, they wake up super early. And uh, so I'm starting, you know, at a deficit. Deficit coming into Vegas. I'm tired. You know, didn't get that nap that I wanted. Friday night, I think we did three hours, three or four hours. I don't even remember what we did Friday night. What we do Friday night, Reed? Well, we stared at a waterfall <laughs> yeah, for a dude. good while. <laughs> Reed and I never went anywhere in actuality Friday night. We just walked around. We parked it down at the wind, and we stared at this big waterfall and wondered how much it cost to operate this thing. And every when month. the frog was going to come out, there was supposedly a frog that jumped, that goes from the top of the waterfall Oh, not supposedly. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I had dinner at seen that it. restaurant. The restaurant, every right it's there, a SW. dope restaurant. It's SW. Yeah. It's the bottom of the wind. There's a big giant waterfall. It's always fucking going off, dude. And this big frog. You know when yes. when Paul Rudd and um and and Seth Rogen go to Vegas to see that show. That was me and Reed, but with a waterfall. And so we were just we we decided not to go get too smashed. But I didn't sleep much Friday, Saturday. That um, sounds like the cat who walked on to the field at LSU. He, he might come up again in, okay, in Miller right. Lite mentions. Okay. So, uh, so Saturday night went to Marshmallow. Saturday night, we weren't even supposed to be in Vegas. Right. We made a, uh, one of us made a late, late, uh, there's like three decision. seconds left on the play clock and I made a check. Yep. I was like, bro, like we're supposed to do a red eye back Saturday night. I'm going to get home at 10 AM, you know, back into Charlottesville and have no time and we're gonna just watch football all day and then wake up for this show fuck that the fomo was killing me you met channing fry and you were like Let's i want to hang out with channing guy. bro he's cool as shit we went on um we went on road tripping uh which is a great podcast shout out to ali as well and richard jefferson they are an awesome group i really enjoyed my time on that pod we'll have them on here uh but then you know like the thought of not watching the game in the sports book sounded so dumb to me. I'm like, why am I rushing out of Vegas, dude? So we changed the flight. We decided to, to punt. Sunday night, we do the red eye. I went and saw Marshmallow. You know who that is? No. Mm. You know who that is? Yeah, but I don't know what he looks like. No one does. I was wondering if he takes it off when, when he like hooks up with a groupie or if he keeps the Marshmallow mask on. Wow. You think yeah. there are NDAs involved when he takes the hat off? Probably. So, so Saturday night, th legitimately three hours. I think I'm working on 10, 12 hours sleep the last three nights. And we red-eyed back tonight. I got two hours. We added it up during the, uh, the quick little IG live yesterday, and it wasn't much. So this and is I my Chris up. Collinsworth game, essentially. That's right. When I heard Chris Collinsworth last night, when you alerted me to listen to Chris Collinsworth, Macon texted me, I was, like, I was like, I didn't hear it yet. The game started. I turned the volume up. And I said, oh, he was at Marshmallow. He made me feel sick. I, I felt sick listening. <laughs> had to, Al Michaels had to say, he doesn't have COVID. But Tariqa, now Tariqa. That'll take a little while. Tariqa, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Hey, by the way, yeah. you're feeling great. Yeah, yeah, oh, I feel great. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I thought it was a gritty performance. I just had to call two games in three days. He was... He was sliding into a into into marshmallow uh, or something like that because that's how I sound when I leave Vegas. I was like, me and Chris, same guy right now. So this this is my Chris Collinsworth uh, game. Uh, a lot happened in Vegas, housekeeping wise. Number one, Miller Light, Miller Light, the, uh, the official beer of the Green Light Pod, dude. That felt right. good. I gotta tell that's you, that's really big. It it is big, man. Like it was beautiful. The, the, the Blue Wire Studio there in the wind, like. 
I always say this. I always went to the win when I was a player. Me and Sammy B, we'd go there. You and me went. My rookie we, we year went, I after took, I got drafted, you took me there. Sort of. Yeah. The infamous uh, pool party oh, that I that I got carried out of. But we were at the win. I always loved the win. And now, like, I work for the win. So it's exciting anytime we go into the Blue Wire studio. It's beautiful. That thing's, like, worth a billion dollars. They built that thing. I mean, like, the sound in there is amazing. That's what I want to do in here. I want to duplicate the uh, the Blue Wire studio. And they have a big jumbo screen. And when you walk in and you see that beautiful white Miller Lite can, you know, the most oh. beautiful can. Looks, is that the Bevel Conway of cans? Oh, maybe so. Looks not unlike your Liquid Death right there. What was, the, yeah, what was the, the main character in Power Rangers that was like projected onto the screen? That that was like the the, the Miller Lite can. The Miller Lite can from the Blue Wire studio yeah. looked to me like the Power Ranger that's projected onto the... You were into Power Rangers? I just remember that. I remember being too cool for Power Rangers. Matt, did you watch Power Rangers? Yeah, you're talking about Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger. Okay, but which one was like the big bad guy that was up on the thing? It was like, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Uh, you know, the Oz of they need to Rangers. They need to reboot Power Rangers, put it on Netflix. I'd watch it. That's what the Miller Lite can look like to me. But I walked in the studio, and the Jumbotron was so gorgeous. It had that big white Pilsner, and then it had official beer of the green light pod and to see our logo like everything we put into this thing everything y'all have put in this thing listening you know i don't appeal to the masses a lot like the listenership i don't say like hey gang like you know we i don't use like the we a lot like i don't like to break the fourth wall that way but y'all are like awesome and you're the reason that we were able to secure the bag and secure the the pilsner uh miller light is supporting us we'll be doing live streams every Sunday, um, and uh, in the name of Miller Lite. Great taste, less filling, 4.2% alcohol by volume. Drink responsibly. And mix in an athletic green, dude. Athletic greens, I was just on this, I was doing this slingshot thing where I was doing Miller Lite, athletic greens. Miller Lite, athletic greens. Um, <laughs> you know what's on that logo? It says a fine Pilsner beer. It's a fine it Southern fine. Pilsner. <laughs> we hit the buffet. I was powered by... Jake Plummer's Mushrooms, The Wind Buffet, Athletic Greens, and Miller Lite. I guess I say buffet. Buffet? You say buffet? Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, that's like umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Umbrella. Yeah. That's, that's weird. You should be saying tournament. You should be talking like hootie, mm. the way you say that word. Hey, let's go down to the buffet. Yeah, I say buffet. Yeah, buffet. I mean, however you want to say it, the wind's got the best buffet around. Read, read, what, what is it? It sounds weird. It in sounds my ears. weird to yeah. you. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. came early. Sure enough, I was like, yeah, it was four in the morning. Hey, I was up so late um, Saturday night because I had to go get dip. You know, when you, you, you don't have dip and it's like three in the morning and it's like, you know, it's like going out on the Oregon Trail. Dude. Might as well be on Mars. Might as well be on Mars. It's Vegas. Like, there's no pedestrian. Like, you're trying to walk. And it's $40 there's no sidewalk. on the strip. Oh, it's $40 a ride to the gas station. Yeah. People are hustling you. Like, so 5 a.m. I come back. I sent Lane Johnson a video chugging a Miller Lite in my in my um in my bathrobe at five in the morning and uh he responded he was up <laughs> so, 
This was so, on Sunday morning. It was late. Another conversation. So, yeah, I, I, uh, this is a funny recap. And I started my job at CBS Sports again this week with yeah. the pregame show. It was a lot of fun. But I texted Chris in the morning, or he texted me in the morning. And Good I luck. was like, why is he up? Good luck. So I called him and I said, here's the things I'm going to talk about. He said, Kyle, these are all great points, but here's the thing. The guy that you last mentioned just retired. So you might want to take him out of your opening statement. I was on the fucking ball at 8 a.m. Eastern time. But I said, you, you know what, Chris? That we, was, uh, we can't I, say. I said, Chris, I'm just testing you. We here. can't say, dude. I don't want to say it. We're never going to say. We're not going to say who it was. But, but Kyle, I will say. Kyle was ready to roll this segment out, and he was going to talk this guy I up. was going to talk a few guys, him being one of the yeah, guys. Drew Brees? Was it Drew Brees? Yes, it was Drew Brees. <laughs> How about uh, Drew Brees and yours? Uh, the kid oh, from he Texas said, he that says, got if just, it's just an AC torpedoed. separation, tape yeah. it up and get shoot it up and get back out there. I was like, Jesus, man. That's I know he's making hard, NIL man. money, but um, Drew listens to Andrew Tate. <laughs> Who's Andrew Tate? <laughs> well, that's good. I like when I don't get it. Tell me. Yeah. Well, I think he's like one of those uh, like uh, pseudo alpha macho men. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the business of making motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. See. Yeah. Um, stay okay. hard. Yeah. Stay hard. That well, dude no, sucks, though. He's been banned from like every single Andrew Tate yeah, yeah. yeah. but Andrew I don't I won't there's no David Goggins slander on here I like David Goggins Stay hard motherfucker One of, he out of that whole weight class of people that are like uh you know like uh your life's too easy he actually I believe him I believe it so anyways yeah I was kind of like David Goggins this weekend mm -hmm. of binge drinking and and not getting a lot of sleep so this is my Chris Collinsworth game um there was so much cauliflower here in fucking Vegas man because there were some big fights bro there was a big cauliflower ear energy, like at the marshmallow show. I, I I was like doing some calculations, and I was like, maybe a thousand guys in here could beat me up. That's wild. You know what I mean? I was definitely behaving myself at the nightclub. Like dudes were walking around. I was like, that's that's a UFC guy. Another thing was we met a boxer, Reed. We met a kid from Norfolk who's going to be fighting in Newark coming up. Awesome. So we got to check confusing. him out. Keyshawn Davis, look him up. Because I work in New York. Maybe we can get boots on the ground for green light at the Newark fight. I'd love to go. I mean, I would love to go. He said he would come on the pod. He's, Seven five. He's supposedly going to be one of the dudes now coming up. So he might come on the show. We got to chop it up with him in the Blue Wire studio. So we, uh, Channing Fry, you know, uh, we're meeting boxers. Um, Sean was a uh, silver medalist at the Olympics. He's, Olymp he's an Olympian. Yeah, he's an Olympian. Awesome kid. Kyle. Amazing kid. My wife uh, got a white Tahoe in Norfolk, Virginia. Oh, that's, that's a really good thing to have. I that have makes, a white Tahoe as yeah, well. Yeah, that makes my You stable. don't have, yeah, your wife has one. You, all our, our wives our have stable, white. <laughs> our stable of vehicles. <laughs> what do you call them? Wogs? Wogs. Wives of Greenlight. Ah, <laughs> Wogs. <laughs> You know, it was like NFL wags. And daughters, the daughters of green yeah. yeah, that's right. Girl dads. Yeah. Dogs, yeah. yeah. Good for y'all. Yeah. Put it on a t-shirt. Um, so anyways, one more housekeeping item. Uh, you know, other athletes interfacing with the green light pod. Some of y'all are aware Tommy Alter absolutely fucked me over in fantasy football. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, gave me a time for the draft. I show up. It wasn't the time. He said, hey, I emailed you. It he got switched, messy. He switched the mode of communication from text to email. And me, the way I get gaslit in this studio, I kind of figured I was in the wrong because that's just the way I am. But when I found out that everybody was on my side, uh, it was a lot of fun seeing Tommy squirm a little bit. And come to find out, this is the juicy part. 
the, the, the timing of this draft got moved and half my team got auto-picked because Alex Caruso had to fly to Paris. So I'm in the league with Alex Caruso, among others, in the NBA, and Caruso had to fly to Paris. You got big leagued. So I got big leagued, essentially. And you got blamed for it. And I got blamed for it. Because there has to always be a scapegoat with big leaguers. And I'm the, I'm the scapegoat. So um, and maybe Alex Caruso would come on the show and explain why his fucking flight to Paris was so important. Prediction. You have no idea if your team won or lost. I did not set my lineup okay. in that fucking league. Do they, do they make Wi-Fi on international flights? Uh, have they invented that? I don't think you can do it over the pond. Okay. I don't think you get Wi-Fi over the pond. But I want to give out one best, uh, I want to give out one Miller Light mention right now. We're going to be doing Miller Light mentions after we break down the games in a moment. Best car ride. Mm. Me and Cowboy Reed, we get to ride. Eight hours ago, we were in a Rolls Royce, dude. Wow. Yeah, they picked us up. We we we, we stumbled out into the the you know un, under the little from the Tower Suites, yep. the Win Encore Hotel. Stumbled out to the, to get to our red eye. This car pulled up, and we were like, "Man, that'd be." That'd <laughs> I'm like, "Who the fuck's getting people? in that car? That's a nice car. It must be a rapper." Yeah, and then the this producer. guy walked over. He said, "Gentlemen, right this way." And we're <laughs> oh. like, "No." I read also on the, on the plane ride. I just want to say this, okay? And I'm not making light of the day, but we're, we just take off. It's dark. It's quiet because it's a red eye, right? Reed's like, you want the window open? I'm like, yeah. He opens the window. I'm like, oh, look over there. There's some heat lightning. He looks out the window. He sees it. He gets all excited, and he turns to me, and he's like, not in like a bad way, but it looks like I don't know, it looks like bombs are going off. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, bro, we cannot say that. Did he mouth it or did he say no, it? No, he said it quietly. In an airplane cabin. On a red you eye. You have to speak up a little on bit. On a red eye, to dude. Speak over the white noise. When I tell you I would have acted like I didn't know who that person was. I absolutely would have acted like I didn't know Reed. You press the flight attendant button? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, excuse me, this guy. The steward button? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in my notes, I, I have Reed said a bad word on the plane. You can't say that word, man. Code break. That's oh. a code break for sure. Another code break in housekeeping, football-related as we get into gambling, which, by the way, I didn't include this yesterday. I was on fucking fire, dude. I was on fire. I was six I saw and one. Your quote tweet. Yeah, that was mighty impressive. I had a day. I mean, I dug myself a big hole on college football. I'm just going to stop betting college football this year. Parlays only. So I'm not digging out of a hole on Sunday. I think I only had one loss yesterday. Were you gambling? Uh, well, I have to do picks at the end of my show. Yeah. I don't I, I haven't started my win bet app. So I have to start show. Win bet win bet helped me out because I'd love to get started with that. But I did make picks and I, mean, I can help you. I didn't pick the Bears. Yeah. And I didn't pick obviously a tie yeah. between the Colts and the Texans. No, you didn't. So well, are you just picking winners? Is or that, is that a lot? It's just winners. So okay. is, yeah, that, Kyle, is that is that one loss? Is game. that a one loss? I got to teach you about spreads and teasers okay. and totals, to and you're gonna love it. We're, I'm gonna turn you into a real de degenerate. Great, but don't come in here asking for a fucking raise because you're in debt. Okay, like you got to ride the wave, man. <laughs> I'll be all right. Yeah, some people have done that. <laughs> when the wind bet, when the, when the wind bet app gets low, it wasn't a raise. It was a, a bunch of people like you got time this week. You got I'm time. Mowing lawns. You got time for I'm a call. mowing lawns as of late, so I'm yeah. stacking up the bucks yeah so reed said a bad word but we made it home we're, we're safe and now it's time to fucking roll one last uh code break here jeff schwartz owes me money mm. from the last playoffs so jeff we love you i know you're listening but send over that five hundo from uh from the from the second sorry kyle 
From the was it the first? No, I didn't bet against you in the playoffs. I bet against the Chiefs uh, in the in the regular season. Huh. Sorry, Kyle. Which game? Against the spread. Bengals, the Bengals. at at Cincinnati. The first one. Jamar Chase went for two thirty six. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. It's uh, over, Kyle. It's water under the bridge. Tough okay? game. <laughs> so a couple. Somebody co- tackle him. <laughs> so <a> couple- <laughs> <laughs> for Christ. Yeah. Hey, two code breaks here. Me betting against your team and um and 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 Jeff Schwartz not paying me. So come on, Jeff. But you weren't active, so I didn't I didn't consider it like a code break. Maybe people at home could weigh in. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. Indeed assessments help take the stress out of the interview process. Your candidates get to prove themselves before the interview, and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring partner, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash bluewire. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's start with the big news, man. First off, I'm fucking excited we're all in here. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do this every Monday morning. This is so much better than doing this on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Macon's nodding. I'm like, how do you know? <laughs> Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> Six weeks with nary a complaint last year yeah. before I was booted from the show. Here's here was the thinking. I, I don't want I don't want my best player. I want to manage my best player's load. Pitch you count. know what I mean? Thank yeah, you. put you on a pitch count. I didn't want you up till you're not a morning person. I don't want you up till three in the morning. Yes, mm. yes, morning person. But not like Let's, my kind of morning person. Right, right. Less of a And this is nice. The there's no dread as we watch the games on Sunday because there's time to like really digest it. And I promise you, the show will improve. This show might suck. Didn't sleep a lot. Been on a plane. Reed said bomb on the plane. <laughs> like things are not, yeah, things are not like. There's multiple. We're not a well-oiled machine right now. But this show is going to be awesome this year because we're going to have a good night's sleep. We're going to wake up bright and early and get you this thing out by midday. Okay? And I know some people are going to say, well, I like to drive to work. And I. I'm gonna say like listen to an audio book and you know like pick up cigarettes, take cigarette breaks, take a lunch break, dude. Take a fucking lunch break. You know what I mean? Get a new hobby. This is a lunch pod, okay? Um, We're having a lot of fun here. We're gonna have fun all fall. Let's start with uh, a team that's not having fun. Mm. Maybe having the least fun in the league. Maybe they're gonna be more talked about than any team this year, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. So my question to y'all is, of course, we saw that Dak Prescott hit his thumb on a, a helmet, which always scares the shit out of you, right? It was, just, it was on an arm. It was on an arm? Yeah. So he hit it on an arm. 
I don't know what the injury is, some sort of a break, you know, like you heard where I've been the last eight hours. Um, Six to eight weeks, Jerry was quick to say it was going to be Boy, he was quick. Yeah. Wasn't he? He was quick to say what was that making? That it was not good. The, he would be gone for weeks. Meanwhile, yeah. TJ Watt says he tore his pack, but Pittsburgh doesn't say anything. Like out loud, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry was like, yeah, bad, broken, weeks. Bro, like Jerry has the fastest elevator in the world. Like, uh, he got down to the podiums. It, the tech guys need an elevator like like he has. Because he was down there quick to give that news. What do they do, man? Because me and Reed were going through the quarterbacks that were, were out there. Um, if I was Jerry, to answer my own question, laying up is on the table. This team is not winning a bunch of games this year. They might not be winning with four in there. I'm, I'm, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like they're they're struggling, man. So whenever they get him back, they're going to be in a hole. Like you're probably not going to win the East. Um, you don't have anybody to throw to. Your offensive line's not that great. McGovern got hurt. Curse got hurt. Um, it's not the worst thing to lay up. This would be the perfect opportunity for him to crater this team and bury McCarthy righteously. Uh, and then maybe Dan Quinn can be an interim and get the next big job or something like that. Sean Kel- Payton. Well, Sean Payton's just waiting, bro. Sh- P- waiting Payton. Waiting Payton. And he's waiting, and he's waiting to see what Jerry's going to do. And ultimately, that's the move, but it's tricky. Who the do whole you make, time the price goes up. Who do you make the interim? Because like Dan Quinn's probably going to want to take that job after he's the interim. But somebody else, an interim would try hard. I think you let Mike McCarthy go 5-12. and 12. You let him just, yeah. Top 10 draft pick. Break it clean in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. that's why he's like 6-8. to eight. Sorry, guys. Yeah. We'll talk to y'all week 9 yeah. with more updates. Kellen Moore, uh, his stock is going to be interesting to watch because this is a guy that everybody's like, oh, head coach, all this stuff. Okay, have fun, Kellen. Like, Oops. show us why you're a head coach. Like, you know, usually these bright offensive minds, they get the job while things are going well. Things are not going well. They were not. They will not go well offensively for this team this year. And I wonder what that means for Kellen Moore's stock. So it's interesting. Like if you're Kellen Moore, he's kind of like, man, I should make up a fucking illness or something and take some time away from football. Mm. Like you know, uh, uh, take a Brady break. And- yeah, like take a Brady break because his stock's not gonna not gonna go up. So who do you go out and get? I got some names here. Who do you guys like if you're the Cowboys, or do you just sit tight? Guys who aren't starting right now, who can you go try to make a play for? Yeah, you're asking. Well, I mean, guys who have been on the field uh, in recent memory, Nick Foles is a guy I've seen a lot of. Austin guy. Um, he he would probably have no problem going to Dallas. I, I'm sure no no player in the NFL would have an issue going to Dallas, Except even right if it's now. on a quick, even if it's on a quick one yeah. year hold space between yeah, you know injuries yeah type deal. Yeah, go get some money. Yeah. Enjoy Dallas. Do you think Ryan Fitzpatrick might come out of retirement for that? That's interesting. Jay I Cutler. hadn't thought about that. What are we talking about, though? You just said it. They're not good. They're anyway. not good. But Ryan Fitzpatrick loves playing for teams that aren't good. So this is in his wheelhouse. Uh, but I got a name for you. Go ahead. You you, you first, though, because you said Nick Foles would be a good one. That's that's not a bad answer. Uh, uh, Cooper Rush, just, just, just Dalton Schultz all day long. Dalton Schultz. <laughs> Dalton Schultz from Cooper Rush. I mean, the season sunk. Zeke did look kind of good, and it was 10 for 52. C.D. Lamb Bro, can't get any separation. By the way, his visor fails inspection oh. every time, dude. That's not 
That's five percent tent. Yeah, you look like a Tesla a limo. Yeah, yeah, dude. That was that was a that was a strange scene. Those helmets in general are are spooking me out. Yeah. How about Tyrod Taylor for infusing some uh, uh, electricity? No thanks. Uh, like what what volt what wattage are we like talking? Higher, here? Like higher higher wattage. How slow is my wattage, iPad gonna charge? Higher wattage, not quite a lightning cable. Yeah. But like the one that you find that works. Yeah, yeah. No question. No question. Fucking guy in a cowboy hat stabs him in the wrong place with a needle. Then what? Those maybe, doctors are out there like maybe they're outside Clint the skin with their devices. <laughs> he is not. If I'm Tyrod Taylor, I'm not going anywhere near a doctor with a cowboy hat, and I'm podcasting That's in a cowboy great. hat. That's great. Like so, Tyrod ain't going to Dallas. I'm gonna tell you who I would. If I was Dallas and I was really trying to grab a guy of value right now, I go get the Huntley kid in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. Um, another thing, you know, is Minshew would be perfect, but Philly ain't. Ain't doing that. You're or, not trading people in division, and, and Baltimore's not doing that with Huntley and the Giants. Because un, unbeaten aren't doing that with Tyrod. Elephant in the room in Baltimore is you might need Huntley at some point. I don't right. know. Um, same with same with the Giants and DJ on all. You those. could downgrade DJ yeah. and then get boots. rid of DJ to Dallas. How about the embarrassment of riches they have in Washington? Taylor Heineke. You know, all, all I'm saying is I'm playing devil's advocate. If Jerry actually wants to try this thing, there are. There are options out there, but I'd be on team like that Tank. are spark guys. Like yeah. when they come in, players around the league have watched a guy like Taylor Heineke come in and infuse a spark into an offense and be yep. like, "We've all seen guys like that." Yep. He almost beat but, the Bucks in the playoffs. In the playoffs. That's, that's all you need, bro. Yep. You need a guy like that who's like a, a playmaker. But again, for what? Because they're not winning games, dude, and that's the problem. Um, at least they got Micah Parsons. I just want to say this. Micah Parsons, we picked our DPOIs the other day. Like, and when we make these picks, a lot of times I almost think like a gambler. Like, I want to, I want to put a little hot take on it. Daniel Hunter, he's going to have a great year. Micah Parsons is maybe one of the best defensive football players in the game. If I had to pick a guy to hit a home run on a big third down, one on one, I mean, there's some great rushers who do it by trade. T.J. Watt. Miles Garrett, guys like that, Khalil Mack yesterday we saw, they'll all be in the conversation. But if they decide to rush him a lot, he could he could break the sack record. I remember when I first got in the league, uh, Clay Matthews was at the height of his career, and he would line up anywhere. He would mm-hmm. line up behind the nose. He would mm-hmm. line up opposite end. He would line up wide nine on my side. Sometimes he'd stand up over the guard. These are the type of things that Micah Parsons does. Yeah, it, and it's, better. It's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no, I'm saying, but you're right. It's from, a a, from a schematic yeah. standpoint, he's so multiple. You can't prepare for him as one guy. You need to have all five guys and the back and the quarterback on the same. Page. It also makes you gunshot. Where's Waldo? And, and it, it, well, and with Clay, it was easy because fucking hair. White guy, long hair, <laughs> easy to find. Yeah. Micah, um, like I think it's hard to to forecast before the season at this juncture in his young career, like how they're going to use him. Are they going to rush him like a bunch? Is he going to be off ball a bunch? But he has an opportunity if he rushes. I mean, the way he beat uh, Donovan Smith. I mean, he's one of the few guys that can really dip and just run by people. And then the spin, There's he's not even stabbing to a spin. He's not chopping to a spin. He's, he's sp- bursting upfield like a track star. Yes. And on his third step, he's putting his outside foot in the ground. And Donovan and anybody else on planet Earth, with the exception of maybe Lane Johnson, yeah. can, re- can and recover. It, and it was Joe Haig out there. And Haig, it was like one of his first series, I think. And he was like, fuck, this guy is just a werewolf. And to spin like that and to be able to recover and not fall down and then run a second hoop to get high up to Brady 
Uh, I mean, like, he's so violent in all his movements. I love watching him play. Tom's arm looked good, man. It looked great to Tom me. Tom doesn't look old. Tom sounds old. By sounds old, I mean I feel like he feels like the clock has struck midnight and maybe he regrets coming back. I'm not – dude, that's just a vibe. I'm not – I don't know anything. I'm not – you know, I'm not hot take artisting. I'm just saying, like, after the game, when they put the microphone in his face – I just worry he's not having as much fun. I mean, that line's in shambles. There's a lot of questions. They're gonna be kind of bad in the red zone. I told Meg, draft Ryan Suckup, the kicker. They don't have a, you know, like they, they lost Gronk. Finish, They're not gonna yeah. be able to finish, bro. Like that's what that's what kept Dallas in the game. They ran it a lot on first and second down yeah. in the red zone. Yeah. And uh, it looked like he enjoyed coaching the fellas up a little bit. I think Hainsey was catching some some MFs. Yeah. Yeah, the, there's a couple. There's going to be a lot of motherfucking this year. Stood out to me as Julio's involvement early yeah. with yep. uh, the Bucks. Obviously, you see him in uniform in a Bucks jersey. It's like, what the fuck? That looks so weird. And really then, weird. And then people say, oh, he's only got two catches for 26 yards. And then you and then you say, well, look at his rushing yards because a lot of their plays with the offensive line situation is quick dump offs, quick protection stuff that D linemen hate. Yeah. And then they have to chase. Yep. On the edges, Julio yep. had a couple of those. That was great to see. Well, and a lot of people are taking Julio victory laps, and I'm not saying y'all are. I'm just saying. And Mike Evans was a great lead blocker. In oh, my God. How about Evans with the swim move release and then that fucking fade in the end zone that he caught? Um, you know, just a jump ball. Took it one hand. Was it one hand over Diggs? I mean, it was a beautiful catch. They have weapons, but can they really exploit? You know, coverage deep. They don't have time to do that. That's what I worry about. And Brady's not mobile. His arm looks great, but I don't know if he's getting any more mobile. I just worry about this team. You know, I, I did pick the Saints to win the division, and for half the game yesterday, I was like, fuck me. I need to walk this back, huh? Um, a shout-out to Hicks, too. Akeem looked good in that jersey, and he's yeah. going against one of the best in the league with yeah. Zach Martin. And He's going to be big I, for them. I saw great competition the whole first half. I got a little tired. I went to sleep, but I was happy for Akeem. Let me ask you this, though, guys. You remember New England defense the one year that they weren't so good offensively in 18 I this is my first year out of football and I was on Ryan's show a lot and I wasn't great on that show but there was one thing I was on early was the Patriots defense was overrated you know a lot of people thought that that offense as deficient as it was could be carried by that defense this defense is scarier to me than that past defense there's better players that scheme was great in New England and they had Gilmore and they were locking people down um but guys like Devin White, two sacks last night. Watch him add rush. And they swarm. You know, like, add they rush, swarm, that type bro. of stuff. Just but. like, they're just so fast, bro. They're so fucking fast. Sideline, sideline, top down. They're so fast. They're so aggressive. Shaq had six pressures. They're they're dominant defensively. So they're going to hang around a while because of that defense. But what they, what they lost in Salt with Jensen, Yeah, they get that infusion with Hicks to a certain degree on defense. Yeah, now the, salt, the snap the salt, count isn't the, the same, factor. but he's out there trying to toss guys on yep, piles and yep. stuff. But Julio's got to stay healthy all year. It's not just one yeah. day. That was my point. I know yes. Brady's not used to getting hit, especially from blindside, but it bears mentioning playoff Lenny was six yards a pop. 21 for 127. Julio, as you mentioned, eight and a half yards of pop. Like they were running the yes, ball. Yes, yes. And that's after Donovan Smith went out. Take a second. I know your rotator cuff is always bad, but 
pat yourself on the back. Yeah, here. thanks. We'll see. Uh, sell high, maybe if you if you want to play off Lenny share. Yeah, he's still available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I? Can you trade him? Can you do a cross league trade? <laughs> can, can I give you AJ Dillon, who the computer drafted in the fourth round in Tommy Alter's league? Um, Lenny he also had uh, three yards of carry before contact. That's right. Fuck, Before dude. contact. He looked really good. But that that's 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 a good sign for them in the run game. Yeah, yeah, past five yeah. yep. Micah tweeted out after uh after the highlight of playoff Lenny hit rib caging him in pass protection, which is an ad. It's a yeah. chip. It's a chip. So as an offensive lineman, some guys like chip help. It's not a pancake. Some guys don't know. It's not a pancake at all. PFF. Some not, guys. Some guys this. like I know chip y'all help. Do numbers. It's not a pancake. I got you here. Some guys yeah. like chip help because they don't feel confident one on one with the guy. Some yeah. guys don't like chip help because they feel like the running back will influence the defensive end to do something that will hurt the offensive. And he won't know. Sometimes they'll just come up and chip, and you can spin inside. What What Lenny did was he kept okay, and I'm watching it here on the screen. Lenny bluffed as if he was looking outside. Yeah. Did a great job of letting the tackle engage, mm. finding a target, and then striking it. And that's just Micah Parsons is going to understand this after this clip that this is going to be happening. He's going to have his head more on a swivel. And I'm looking forward to seeing the counter from yeah. 11 off yeah. of this because he's going to see it a lot. Well, it's, tight tough. Ends. it's a tough look. It's a tough look because a lot of times when, when you're going to spin off a chip, you want to take that up the field because if you're going to come underneath, you want to be up the field a little bit so you can get give back. yourself space. So you give yourself space to do it. This is a tough look for him. Bro, it sucks getting chipped. And his tweet was super angry at PFF. And I don't blame him. I agree with I, it. Like, listen, everybody gets got. But there's some things that, that people celebrate online that are like, that's not a masculine to get chipped it's like low that. He's not even looking. To He's say, a, what yeah, a badass play. Oh, he won that. No, yeah. there was only one player in this game. And that was Leonard Fournette. The other guy didn't see it. But that's football. I remember Eddie Lacy chipped me so fucking hard in preseason. <laughs> I felt like that was a code break, dude. Um, but th- this game was ugly. I took the under to cap off the night. It just felt like one of those days, and it was. So Dallas, I, yeah, I don't want to stick a fork in people week one, but put a f- stick a fork in these I cats, mean, McGovern dude. was down second series, bro. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco, we got to talk. Yeah. I think the prevailing question is, is it time to panic about um, Trey Lance and my answer is because I have people you know I picked them to win the division and you know I picked them to go to the Super Bowl but more because I have no fucking idea who's going to play in the Super Bowl in the NFC I'll admit that I don't know like you know they're the best team top to bottom in the NFC evenly distributed talent with the best mind at the helm yep and the guy that's the question mark is Trey Lance um, and it's a big question mark but I'll say this am I panicking about him let me see him throw a dry ball. You exactly. know, like, like I'm not copping out here. I'm not defending a take. I'm not caping. By the way, I like them keeping Jimmy G. There's a reason, dude. So even if you're panicking on Trey Lance, it's not time to panic yet for that team. Uh, the big question for me is Kyle Shanahan, and I'm a proponent of this, going with the hot hand in a situation like this when you're in a division race, um, another reason why you shouldn't panic is look around. Did you watch the other teams in the NFC West play? Uh, these guys are going to be fine. Trey Lance, maybe he'll be fine, maybe he won't. But you bought the insurance, and it might be worth it. The thing that I'm worried about is how do you massage the whole, like, hey, Jimmy G comes in. Like yesterday, it was not on the table to bring Jimmy G into that football game because you got to give that kid at least the first game, Right. 
Like, I think it's probably too early to do stuff like that yesterday. Game three or four, if you need to run a two-minute drill or something, maybe you put Jimmy G in. And Trey Lance has been told over and over again he's the guy, and they love him. So whether that's true or not, at the very least, he feels supported. And I think they could pull that off if they had to. And it's super tough to judge Trey Lance off of that game. I mean, historically, Chicago has had the worst playing surface in the NFL. It's awful. Matt Eberflus comes in, and he says, we need to change the surface. They put new surface in. And I know we're going to talk about it later, but the lines were terrible. The lines were terrible pregame on the sideline. Like Boy, that- The guy who painted looked like he went over to a, like a, like a shitty Little League game and did it. Yeah. Um, and then... You take a look at the field. The field itself didn't. The game. field didn't retain water. Players are out there hopscotching in puddles before the game. You expect us to take that performance seriously for Trey Lance? We can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. And listen, I, I get it. If you're worried about him, I get you being worried about him. I'm just not going to panic yet. Like we're going to talk about Green Bay in a little bit. They fucking lost. Jameis Winston beat the dog shit out of them last year. It's week one. You know, like. Things change, and I've learned enough in four years doing this that I'm not going to write teams off except for the Dallas Cowboys uh, in week one. Um, I just don't know yet. And with them, they were so aggressive defensively. This this felt like a tailor-made their type of game. Um, but they got, like, too too aggressive. Ufango was coming downhill. He was fucking people up. We were like, man, this is awesome. Uh, Nick Bosa looks great, right? He looks like Nick like Bosa. Like man Yeah, he looks great. Um, they, they, they were top down, they were aggressive, but then eventually uh, this guy Getsy, the new guy in Chicago, the OC, that's his name, right? I think I'm terrible with names. Getsy. Yeah, Getsy. Um, he opened things up as the game went on, and Justin Fields, you know, things opened up for him, uh, and, and guys were wide open. So dropping people in coverage, penalties, that's what killed him. And Trey Lance's pick killed him. Um, you know, Justin Fields threw some bad balls Eddie Jackson, early. Eddie Jackson making a big play when they baiting, needed it. And baiting. That, that was a guy, his rookie year, people were comparing him to a young Ed Reed. Yeah. Because he makes plays on the football and he scores touchdowns, yeah. all that stuff. He was on a milk carton last year. Yeah. Now he's back. Yeah. Chicago loves him. Yeah. I, I just love the feel of that game. Big plays. Justin Fields making a bunch of big plays with his feet, extending the pocket. That's Byron a tough Pringle. play he made, bailing out of the back of the pocket in the rain, making that throw. And by the way, Fields gets it, man. Pringle. Hmm. Look, he's always – and by the way, Make, I brought you some chips hmm. from the win. <laughs> These are some of the best potato chips. I put them in my suitcase. These are some of the best potato chips you'll ever eat. You want to have one? No, thanks. It's not even uh, – Kyle, you want one? No. I love a potato chip. Thank you. Oh, my God. Misophoniacs. I'm going to have to take a break here for the ASMR people. Maybe scrub 15 seconds. Um, the mm. misophoniacs. Those, those, honestly, those do look awful. Shout out, when Chips are fucking amazing. Only problem is it's 9 in the morning. It's not a good chip time. So – Am I worried about Trey Lance? A little bit, but that team's pretty good. Um, and ultimately, look at the NFC West. The Bears are a rain team, bro. They look cool as shit in the rain. They look cool as fuck in the rain, bro. And they play well in the rain. They're sloppy. They play hard. Um, they're physical. That young uh, defensive end, 91, made some plays for them. Um, they, had, they had 13 quarterback pressures. 
uh, with four or fewer pass rushers. 91 is Robinson, right? Robinson. Okay. Yeah. So Small school kid. Robinson made a play, and I think you can check me on this, but he said all week in film study he noticed Trent Williams taps his left foot twice before a pass play instead of once. And, you know, this is all hearsay, and it looks good after a sack. Trent Williams kind of was uh, didn't finish on the play, and, and the quarterback had to step up. There was a sack. Post-game interview, he said, you know, I, I've been, I studied his move. You don't need to show your work. And I'm like, hey, shut the fuck up. You don't need to show your work. First off, just just go get your sack. But you don't mean that mean shut the fuck up. That's no, no, like, no, a, hey, no, for shut, your own good, shut like, the, let's, op let's. Sec. So uh, I've heard in the military they say OPSEC when, when a young guy's talking too much yeah. about it's operational security. It's yeah. like, hey, dude, this is great. And there's great some other rusher like next week mm-hmm. is like, damn, bro. Why'd you tell him that? You told That guy's so good. I had one tell. Like, keep it to yourself. Somebody on Twitter said, uh, you know, he exposed a Hall of Fame left tackles. Exposed, uh, and, and, I, and I just responded, LOL. <laughs> you know what worries me? Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell, I don't know what, what's going on with him. Has anybody heard anything about his injury? I mean, like, when the run game dried up, they had they had some problems. Um, so, I mean, it's, we'll see. The injury, it's uh, timetable is uncertain, but it's the second year in a row he's had a knee injury in the season opener. Oh. So you feel for him. He's a great electric player. Jeff Wilson time. So about the NFC West here, I want to read a stat to you. Three teams had three or more offensive linemen give up three or more pressures. It's threes here is the theme. Two of them, Jags and Jets, sound like teams that, that would do that. Yep. The other team's the, the Rams. And we haven't talked to this group since Thursday night. We don't need to go into that. Check out Fridge Talk. Um, but... The Rams are in a little bit of trouble. Uh, again, I said on Thursday night, just like I said with the Niners, I'm not writing them off, but there is a health concern with Stafford. Um, and then down in Arizona, there was a thumping yesterday, right? Kyler wasn't that efficient. Patrick Mahomes. And the one thing I love about Patrick Mahomes, what I've learned from you is, and I don't throw this around a lot, but... He seems like a Jordan kind of level competitor. 1,000%. And there's not a lot of guys like that. And the other guy I compare him to him is like a Tiger Woods. Right. In terms of uh, skill set. And, you know, I've been reading a lot about Tiger Woods. And I was reading a book about Tiger and Phil and their competition. And one time Phil came out, and Phil was famous for having a big, sexy driver that went really far. He hits his driver, crushes it. Tiger comes up with a three-wood, hits it further than Phil. They go up to their ball, and as Tiger's... Uh, walking past Phil's ball. Phil said, do you always hit your three-wood this far? And he said, I usually hit it further. This offseason, Tyreek coming out of Kansas City to Miami, people around the league talked as if the driver was taken out of Andy yeah, Reid's like bag. Yeah, like can't drive the ball anymore. They don't realize Patrick Mahomes is a three-wood, 350. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's not only good enough, it's great enough to win another Super Bowl. And I know that's a good analogy because I understand it. Got it. And golf, not my thing. But, like, you're right. And there was way too much panic this offseason with Patrick Mahomes. I heard somebody in the media say he's not a top five quarterback. I mean, Oof. I, I just I love that people are saying that because we're going to get to watch angry Patrick Mahomes. I love when he has that look in his eye after he makes a play. Like, what, motherfucker? Like, what? you know, what more do you want? The difference is his mindset. Yeah, he's because just got Because he's it. been the kid that since a young age, his dad has said, you can do anything that you want to do if you put your mind to it and you work hard. And this is a guy who's the in the building. He's in the building. Yeah. He's in the building before people. He's yeah. out of the building after people. Yeah. 
and he's the most gifted guy there. Yeah. That's a recipe for success. Yeah. And what went what went well for them yesterday? I mean, Juju had a, a nice day. It sounded like I was w- mainly watching the Green Bay game. Six I'm for seventy nine. Yeah, and we said that Juju's going to be a big pickup for them, dude. Juju's going to rejuvenate his whole rejuvenate. It rejuvenate. Rejuvenation. Print the t-shirts. Merch. Um, copyright. Trademark. So Sky Moore, <laughs> young guy, get to know that name. Um, He's on my fantasy team. They've been team. talking about him training camp all all yeah. summer. Wow. If you guys haven't heard the name, he had an explosive yeah. yesterday. Yeah, he's so explosive. There are guys in Andy Reid's toolbox that he feels comfortable throwing to. Yeah. Mecole, I'm not sure is going to be able to. Everybody knows Mecole's the fastest guy out there. Yeah. I don't think he has that sturdiness, that physicality that Tyreek possessed. Yeah. Which you're able to catch a ball over the middle and get a yak for 15 to 20. Yeah. He. He's a tank. Mecole, He's a little tank. can beat guys on a nine route, which is great, and it threatens He's the a ceiling of the He's defense. He's a sprinter. He's a sprinter in his yeah. purest form. Yep, yep, yep. Nine different ball catchers. We're going to see a lot of good football and interesting football from the Chiefs this year because I want to see how they 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 got to be able to morph into whatever they need to be. And that's what New England did for a long time, uh, and that's what I think like gave gave them an opportunity to win any game. You have Patrick Mahomes, you got Andy Reid, you got all you got the tools, you got the three wood, you're fine. You got you got five offensive linemen that they brought in last or they brought in five new starters on the offensive linemen. Yeah. If I'm including Lucas Niang, who's not playing right now. He got injured at the end with an Achilles. Yeah. So he's on the mend. But you look at the five guys that are on the field now, the one guy not brought in last year has Super Bowl experience, Andrew Wy- Andrew Wiley. Yeah. That offensive line is going to be great all year, and that'll, that'll provide the foundation for Andy Reid to be confident in the offense. Patrick to say, hey, you know what? If they're not showing me what I like here, I can give it on these RPOs yep. and have faith that Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Joe Tooney will get this job done in the middle. Yeah, And and Karloftis showed up. Yesterday was disruptive. Um, you know, that front's going to – the defense usually starts slow there. They started fast. That was good. So, Chiefs. Hey, and not to be overlooked, Butker good from 54, mm. four for four on extra points. He's Tommy Townsend averaged 54 a punt. So yeah. as we look at specialists all yeah. around the league screwing up left and right, they don't have that problem in Kansas That's City. the truth, man. Yesterday was a, well, was Dave a Tobe, bloodbath. Dave Tobe, historically a tremendous special teams coach. He worked with the Bears with yeah. Devin Hester and all those jokers. Yeah. So he's he's been there, done that. Yeah. So the West, it's a shit show. We'll see tonight, Reed, if the Seahawks – you wake up. You you might be waking up tomorrow morning saying the, the NFC West is winless. I mean, you probably will. Uh, I don't want to jinx you, Reed, and God's team tonight. The Russell Wilson homecoming. Do we have a prediction there? We don't do Monday Night Time Machine. We're riding. It's all W's. <laughs> all W's. So for now, Seattle in first place at at O and O. Okay. Maybe not by tomorrow morning. So. A team that I would panic about offensively. We were talking earlier about the, the the Niners. I would panic a little bit about the Pats offensively. Number one, they can't really protect Mac Jones. Uh, when they do, guys can't separate. The one image from yesterday I remember, besides them making very unpatriot-like mistakes, like Aguilar, you know, the fumble, or you know, uh, not getting rid of that football on the uh, the Ingram touchdown, the fumble, Oof. right? Scoop, um, the scoop and score. The scoop and score. Uh, these are not like patriot mistakes. I would worry about this offense. And I, I was talking to somebody about this earlier who I respect their opinion. And they said, yeah, but it's September. You know, the Patriots always get better as the year goes on. And from knowing being up there, uh, they say after Halloween or after Thanksgiving, I always fuck this up, which means I wasn't listening, I guess. <laughs> but 
I was ready. My season starts in September. Uh, they used to say mm. season starts after Thanksgiving or whatever because the, you you that's a the, good mindset. The though. teams that you're not fully formed as a team in September. I just they always had great offensive minds. Like they had Josh McDaniels. Uh, they had stability there. And if the defense is going to evolve, sure, I trust Bill to do that. But the offense, like. Who's coming to the rescue? So I worry about them. I really do. Um, you know, I, I have this image yesterday in my head of Mac Jones rolling out. He's actually pretty well protected on this play. He's got a lot of time. He's baking a fucking cake. And uh, he's traffic copping, pointing guys open. They're not getting open. Then he just forces a ball into five people. Mm. And, you know, I'm saying to myself, like, damn, they just don't have anybody who can separate. And that's tough. You know, Aguilar's fast. But you don't have a true like number one guy. Jacoby Myers is is you know he's he's a solid guy, dude. But you need a guy, right? And a young quarterback needs a guy. Um, you need a Christian Kirksey. I don't care if you got to pay twenty million dollars for him. Get that guy a guy. Um, anyways, Odell. I mean, I don't think New England's a, a hot ticket free agency. Mm. Um, Josh Gordon's on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, spin the wheel. Um, um, I, I will say this about New England. Yeah. Um, they bring in two guys to call the plays or whatever the heck they're doing on offense with Joe Judge, Matt Patricia, right? It's a shared uh, deal. And I know that all falls on Belichick's shoulders, and he said that time and time again. But at what point are you an offensive lineman sitting in that room coached by Matt Patricia saying, you know. I, what's I, going on here? What's the deal? Yeah. Um, and that that's my that's my big thought. Can I answer? Yeah. Now. Yeah. I'm I'm doing it now. Yeah. Like I'm like All right, I tr I trust you, but if this thing ain't working out early in the season, yeah, guys, some guys might be like, "Fuck, man, it's hard to trust this process." Cuz it's so unorthodox. It's not been done before. Um so I worry about them. Hey, Mike McDaniel, big day for him. I, you know, I thought that was really cool. I know making you you like the guy. Love I, him. Listen, I like that he seems to be, it's like a peer-to-peer -peer relationship with his players, which is a new look in the NFL. Gets his own coffee on the way to the stadium. Does he? That's, that's, that's what he that's says. That's pretty relatable. Pictures of it. Pictures. Yeah, of it. I mean, you got to get your drugs somehow. Yeah. 20 um, yards worth of penalties, zero turnovers for the Mike McDaniel-led Miami Dolphins. Well coached in that fourth and seven. Like, you know, he's basically, Mike McDaniel is like if you gave NFL Twitter like the controls to a head coach's brain. So like all the NFL Twitter people are going to love Mike McDaniel. They already do. Fourth and seven, he goes for it. Hit, they hit Waddle for they a bunch They feel like touchdown. he's them. Yeah, he's like, you know, people on NFL Twitter, they're like, you should always go for it. Like, you know, like this guy's not being aggressive enough. The whole thing, coaches are never aggressive enough. This guy's going to be aggressive. And Tyreek said it. He's like, what did he say? You got to put his balls in a wheelbarrow. So actually, I'll put a, a new M Miller Lite mention here is going to be the Mike McDaniel Brandy Marsh yeah. Memorial Award, which means the ballsiest thing that anybody did, did this weekend. Tua also didn't throw the ball over 20 yards. I just want to point that out. Ooh. I'm, well, I'm not, one hey, skipped for 30. Hey, he skipped the ball. He almost threw a really bad pick. But he also put the ball on target a lot, too. Yeah, and, and listen, this is who they're going to be. They're well-coached. Their, their offensive scheme's good. They got a guy who's not going to – they're not going to have to push the ball downfield. It's going to be a yactory. 
and they're going to finish second in this division. I, I feel better about that than I did even when the seat, you know, a week ago. So, um, they Tua don't doesn't need, they have don't need to be Tyreek to take the top off. To, exactly. Just the illusion of that. And Tua doesn't have to be spectacular, but he does have to hit some deep balls to stretch that to stretch that field a little bit. To, you know, stretch coverage to scare you into thinking. Even if it's an overthrown play action deep ball that just tells takes the safety, some shots. "Oh fuck, they do throw it deep." They didn't take a bunch of shots yesterday. Yeah. That could change. It's just been a hot topic. Tariq I wouldn't panic finished, if I was the Patriots offense. Tyreek finished uh, eight, uh, 12 targets for 96 yards. Um, you talked about Tua. He's 4-0 against the Patriots right mm-hmm. now uh, to start his career. And the last Dolphins coach to hold a Bill Belichick team under 10 points is Nick Saban. Wow. Uh, mm. So Mike McDaniel to sure what you're telling us. Uh, Alabama. Bill Belichick is going to draft. I'm Quinn thinking Mike Ewers. McDaniel's going to be a legend one day. Bill Belichick's going to draft Quinn Ewers. Yeah, yeah. Well, rub some dirt on it, kid. Through Drew three Brees levels is going to be the trainer. <laughs> yeah. Drew Brees, you walk in. Drew Brees is the fucking athletic trainer with a cowboy hat on, rubbing dirt on your separated shoulder. If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. WinBet is now offering $200 in free bets for new users. That's right, $200, 200 big ones on a $50 bet. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down, don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. All right, so the 1 p.m.s. This was what football's all about to Mm -hmm. me, is the the 1 p.m. slate yesterday. Just making... Chicken soup out of chicken shit, man. That's what the NFL does, man. Like, Trey Lance, Justin Fields in the rain. I mean, that was enough for me. And, you know, not to mention everything, all the drama going on in that game. I don't care if the quality of play ain't great. I like chaos. There was a point where I looked up and Bengal Steelers are doing what they're doing. Uh, You know, uh, you've got Lovey laying up which we'll talk about in a minute but it's overtime there you've got two big kicks going off will lutz and the kid from the 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 browns who hit from like fucking a million miles away to break baker's heart um and then you got commies and jags like like a entertaining it, electric. Fo- it, it was looked an, electric that was that low-key one of the most fun football yes. games carson Wentz. yesterday on tv but you know when you have your nfl sunday thing open you know, if you're watching on your laptop like we were we were in the room because i was too fucking hurting to go down to that sports book we had 15 computers and the, the tv screen and you look up at one point and it's like the nfl there's this force it's like a buffalo wild wings thing same thing in chicago where they turn the rain up on trey lance they just turn that in shit the up fourth, yeah. yeah in the fourth like the rain just started as Fog soon as up, as, as soon up. as they had to to drive and win you know the the rain turned up the nfl there in buffalo wild wings and all these games are like it's a force man they they all get tight at the same time, bro. One screen you got, you know, this kick, one screen you got you got this guy driving and that's why I love football, man. Like that's why the NFL is king is because every game is so competitive. And that 1 p.m. slate was a was a great example of it. The quarterback play in the 1 p.m. slate was atrocious. 
I tweeted yesterday, imagine when the quarterbacks play well. Yeah. Because that was like enough dopamine to hold me over for a month, and guys couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. So, like, the 1 p.m.s, I love that. I love the chaos. I love the madness. Um, and another thing is, with less preseason, it would not shock me if generally every week one is going to be awful for offenses. Because you know this, Kyle. In camp, offenses always lag behind defense. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just more, like, Moving know, parts. Moving parts. Timing. Yeah, and, and quarterbacks and that sort of thing. So maybe week one's going to generally be a, a, a week that you take the under. The, I, you know, taking dogs was the way to go, right? Yesterday, I don't know how that played out, but like week ones in the NFL, they say to bet dogs, you know, the unders might be. And I don't know how the unders did yesterday, but I think they probably did pretty good if you bet every under on the board. Bengals Steelers, which, you know, I cautioned a lot of people at the sports book. I didn't bet it, but I said, bro, this is a trap. Dude, Steelers are a good crazy. football team. Mitch impressive. Trubisky's he, he's competitive. Okay, by competitive I mean he's going to give you enough, you know, uh, to to keep them in the game. They got after Joe Burrow. I I do feel this way though after watching that game. I almost feel better about the Bengals than I did when I woke up on Sunday morning. And it, it didn't. It confirmed things I already know. One that Joe Burrow has no conscience. It's beautiful to see that. Like I wish as an athlete, I had that where you can fucking throw the ball into a sea of Pittsburgh Steelers, and then the next play, I'm going right back into a sea of Pittsburgh Steelers. Don't care. And then I'm going to hit Jamar Chase, you know, with a dart. He just has a short memory. But they were minus five in turnovers at one point. The last team, I think, they flashed a graphic up to win with a minus five turnover differential was 2012. So it had been a long time. If Mitchell Wilcox could snap the football... He's not the snapper. If Coach Taylor, and I'll let you talk about this, mate, because you were, it was grinding your gears, predictably, um, could manage the clock, they'd probably win this game. If Jamar Chase gets in uh, late in the game on first down, you know, he's out of bounds at the inch line, and people are thinking, what a great offense. They're going to score. They're going to go up, that sort of thing. But that's why you play They're the next play. They're a great offense in space. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you get down there tight, and yeah. – Three plays later, we're looking at a tie ball game. We're going to overtime soon, and it's anybody's ball game. So, um, well, it's like the ability to run a touchdown, uh, yeah. run a football into the end zone yep. statistically gives you such a leg up on the competition. Uh, for example, the top four teams, I believe, in the NFL last year in rushing touchdowns yeah. were all in the playoffs, and three of the five teams in the NFL that led the league in rushing yards didn't make the playoffs. Three of the five teams that led the league. So, so that's a, so essentially so that's good. That because I was about to say usually fact check that, but scoring a rushing touchdown but, is far more important than rushing down the field. Yeah, well, and that's interesting because usually if somebody gives me a hey, when teams teams that run the ball are in the playoffs, I'm like, well, they're up. Yeah. Right. Yep. But the fact that. There's, it's the touchdown scoring and not if the yardage. If you can burrow and chase your way down to the three-yard line and then run it in, that yeah. makes your offense that much more sharp. And, and I don't even think you need the stats. I just think, like, listen, if I know that you can run the ball in the end zone and you got a big back down there and you got a punishing offensive line, which they don't, and, hey, a lot of new moving parts on that offensive line. It's a brand-new offensive line. All guys who know how to win, though, which is the most frustrating thing. Well, and Joe Burrow got killed yesterday. Yeah. So, like, you know, I said this to somebody earlier. I was like, man, I feel better about the Bengals. They were like, yeah, but Joe Burrow got killed. I'm like, he got killed all last year. They were in the Super Bowl. 
I guarantee you they're better up he front. got sacked 71 times or something. Just give them time. It can't be worse than last year. Yeah. So I feel good about them. The only thing that sucked is at the end of that game, we were in Vegas, CBS cut to the Vegas game, like in the middle of the overtime. So uh, I was freaking out. Pittsburgh, man, they looked for real, man. They, they looked like a team that was going to give a lot of teams problems this year. I say looked because I worry about that defense without T.J. Watt. And when the guy's walking off the field saying, I tore my pec, mm. like that's one that people kind of know, like when that happens, like when you tear your bicep, it rolls up, like your pec, that sort Blow of thing. Blow your ankle or something. You know. Yeah, I mean, Najee Harris has got an ankle right now. It might be a high boy, high ankle sprain, which is bad, 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 bad. That hurts. You'd rather break your, your ankle. Um, so they've got injuries. Highsmith stepped up. TJ Watt was such a, there was a moment where, you know, he knocked the ball down, I think, on fourth down in the play before. You know, he had sacked somebody, you know, it was consecutive dominance by him. And I was thinking to myself, he's just going to win the DPOI. Like, it's yeah. just, like, this is, he is establishing himself immediately. He was dominating that game before he got injured, like, lining up all over the place. They were from doing the very, everything from with From the him. very beginning. He was just wrecking the game. He's an amazing football player. And yeah. I would say this, man, like, he's as good as his brother. Yeah. In their primes, he may be a he, he may be a more efficient pass rusher. He is, and I think JJ was so damn big that he could just be in the throwing lane. Well, JJ also had like a different kind of freedom. Yeah, where JJ could like freestyle a lot and you know backdoor things and all that stuff, and like so could he out on the edge. But you know, JJ would let you block him sometimes, yeah, so that he could disrupt the pass. Yeah, so TJ never wants to be blocked. No, no, no. If he's gonna knock something down, he's like, "Fuck, yeah. I got blocked." But that that guy's damn near unblockable. I hope he's okay, man. He he he's just. I mean, he's a hell of a football player. And Mink is the same way. Yep. Wire to wire, the pick, you know, all those plays at the end in the end zone where he's blowing up uh, Bengals receivers. He gets flagged, you know, because he went up high. Then the next play. He disrupts the pass in the back of the end zone, same way, walks over the ref like, you know, you're going to call me for a penalty now. Like, he's just such a football player. It was great seeing him out there balling out. Levi Wallace had a pick. That's more than you thought you'd get out of him. Minka um, blocked the kick, too, the extra Minka point. Minka blocked the extra point. Um, Minka, and, Minka played like he showed up in Black Air Forces and they weren't given to him by Coach Tomlin. Oh, yeah, the, the Air Force thing. Yeah. I you know I think is that the joke is that those are really ugly. No, the joke is like you know we're gonna get some shit done in these shoes. Like black Air Force ones are like utilitarian Air Force yeah, ones. Yeah, they're like monarchs. They're yeah. like the dad shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, a lot of guys on defense play well for Pittsburgh. I think they're gonna be tough. I think they're gonna be tough. Yeah, and and overtime. Kyle made a good point. Whose call is this? But Cincinnati punts it away with one oh five, one oh six on the clock, but there were fifteen seconds on the play clock. The Pittsburgh drive started at uh, 56 seconds at their own 20, so it should have been 41 seconds. Mm -hmm. Probably not the head coach, but that's where it falls, Zach Taylor. Is that special teams coach? Is it the punter himself? At some point, there needs to be an engagement of a, of a snap count, you know, like – Set whoever the up back is. Set the ball snapped. Like, but oh, probably you have to. Back, yeah. You have to know somewhere in that operation prior to that snap, 
you know, end of game, end of half situations. Dude, sometimes can't get people them the don't. Ball. It's like I got driven crazy by this, the App State UNC thing. I've already talked about it, but a week ago, like, you know, all UNC has to do is recover the onside kick. Did nobody tell you? It's like, did nobody tell you to run the play clock down? Did nobody tell you not to run that onside kick in for a touchdown and give App State a chance to come back and tie the game up? Like, just these basic things that are supposed to be said to players right before they go out on the field, like, Sometimes they're not being said or they're not being received. And these are mistakes that can kill you. While we're bitching about coaches, I want to bitch about a college coach. Sark did a great job, right? Texas is, you know, back ish. Competitive. Um, but you gotta get you gotta get a touchdown before the half, don't you? They they laid up and kicked that field goal on fourth and two or whatever it was down there. You 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 got your backup quarterback in there. You might not be down there again, Sark. So while we're bitching at coaches, I want to bit, bitch at Sark a little bit. And, I, and Lovey Smith is a friend of the program here. And this is the next game we're talking about. But I did not like playing for that tie, man. I didn't like the call on third and one. 20 seconds left to go in overtime. You, you were up 20 to three on the Colts. Like, you might not be here again. It's the first game of the season. You can be atop the, the AFC South. It's like having a fucking, it's like having a fucking presidential suite at the Hampton Inn. Okay, but you can be there for a night. Third and one at the Indy 47 with 40 seconds to go in OT. Yeah, dude. Okay, you got a chance to you you got a chance to pick up 15 more yards, <sighs> kick a field goal, whatever it is. Um, instead, Rex Burkhead third and one, not creative, not aggressive. Minus two minus yards. two yards, fourth and three. We think about it, we punt. So I, you know, I don't like that, um, but. There's probably some math there that says you're better off, you're safer tying a game than, you know, it's a, I, I don't do all that. I'm a football player, okay? Like, I'm being simple here. I want to win the game, you know? Um, I don't well, know. They had a second and one, too. So maybe call better plays at second and one and third and one at the Indy 47. couple issues at play. But ah, it's a tough one. With only 20 seconds left, I mean, that's, um, you know, at, that would be the – Minus 47, so yep. Indy's probably not attempting a 71-yard field goal with Rodrigo Blankenship. That's that's one, two. And he just missed a kick. Maybe he, he did miss the 42-yarder. That's three shots at a, at a 10, 15-yard chunker to yeah. make it a manageable field goal. Yeah. So I don't mind the punt on, on fourth down, fourth and three. I know what he's afraid of. I don't mind the but punt. But my point is you're the Texans. That's right. You can't be afraid. You're not going to win the Super Bowl. Maybe you are. You're not. Okay. My, my issue is this, Chris. <laughs> on running plays, on plays where everybody in the, in the stadium and everybody on TV knows you're running the ball, good yeah. offensive lines are able to convert. Right. And that was the difference in the game. They're not, they're, they're not good enough up front. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not there yet. So Lovey's like, you know, just chalk it up to a tie. I know, but throw the ball. Yeah. You know, throw the ball. Throw it on third and one. I don't care. You know, um, I want to run it twice. So I know you do. But the Colts also got cute early. They were down 23 in the fourth quarter here, like 14 minutes ago in this ballgame. It's a three score game. You find yourself in a three score game in, in, in Texas and uh, in Houston. And, and the Colts got cute early. I didn't like this call. They could have gone up 10 nothing. They sit in the Wildcat and they get stuffed. Uh, instead, you know, never you, a fan you find of yourself Wildcat. down 23, dude. Yeah. I'm never a fan of the Wildcat. Wild, yeah, that, Wildcat that, tells me you're not confident with what you got. That was cool when we were in college, but and and the Dolphins did it. But uh, now it's a thing you should just show to fuck to fuck with people. Just show it, yeah, and make people prepare for things like that. But not on Bring play, fourth yeah. and goal. not in the gotta have it situation. And listen, 
uh, you know, I've, I've I praise Frank Wright for being creative at, at, at the end of the half uh, in, in a game at, at the goal line, right? Philly special. The Philly special that's stuff. Doug is, too, the Philly though. special stuff is great. Yeah, yeah, but that's it. Only works once in a blue moon, and he saved it for the right opportunity. And I'm not acting like Wildcats the most exotic thing in the world, but just too cute. I just want to say this about a couple players in this game. Number one, I love Jerry Hughes. He's still balling. He had a pick. He had a sack. TCU. TCU guy. Uh, I love what they do with their hands with the frog thing. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for me to do that. Look at all my fingers. It's hard for me. To, is that it? Yeah. It's two fingers. Is it two fingers? Yeah, the frog. Shout out to Coach Mack. Um, but he looked great on the other side up front. Quiddy Pay had two sacks and a big drive in overtime. We we said this kid's going to come along. He's coming along, man. He's he, a type of body type that yeah. really drives an offensive lineman crazy because yeah. um, he doesn't have a lot of surface area. And yeah. the surface area he does have is stout. Yeah. And he's quick twitch. He's a tough guy to get blocked. You know what body type drives the Minnesota receivers coach crazy? Mm. Jalen Rager. <laughs> Did you hear that quote? We talked about it on the pod. Thick and and slim i loved yeah. the special teams Narrow, analysis Narrow. it was a special teams coach. special teams coach he's in love with that guy so anyways he said, uh, <clears throat> oj oj howard too man like think about how what this says about fits in the nfl oj howard wasn't good enough to make the bills right like whether it's the offense or depth he was pretty good yesterday i mean he was he's been on the texans like a week Caught a couple, I think he caught a couple touchdowns. He looked he good. I'm happy for him. Um, and one more thing on this lovey layup. There's a surrender index online. Have you ever seen this? Yep. With surrender index of 72.12, this punt ranks at the 100th percentile of cowardly punts of the 2022 season. This is a real season. metric? Oh, yeah. And the 99.6 percentile of all punts since 1999. Mm. So it was, uh, the punt wasn't great, in my opinion, and the, whoever runs that Twitter account, <laughs> probably, Mike, probably Mike McDaniel runs that account. <laughs> yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that in that situation. But Yeah. Well, I, I would have gone. I, I would have gone and tried to score points. Two big kicks were happening. We mentioned that. The Baker Bowl, um, huge pump fake for him. I was kind of bummed because it goes all the way down the field. That offense picked it up late. That's a good sign for them. Uh, but, you know, like, you think you win that game, right? You think that you win that game? And I don't know if you saw the Brian Burns penalty, but Brian Burns roughed Jacoby Brissett like slightly Didn't helmet like it. to helmet. Didn't like it. I didn't like it either. And you're an offensive lineman saying that. I think that rule should be looked at when somebody's engaged. Like he's not off of the tackle, right? Wills is on him. So it's affecting. He's not doing it under his own power. Right. He's trying to navigate somebody that's trying to kill him. And somebody's holding on to him. While he's trying to get the, you know, cleanly. I think you should be able to, I think you should be able to look at that. Now, I know by the letter of the law, that's a foul. Um, and the helmet goes back and everything. But that's what led to that long kick. And I guess they got away with like a fake spike type of thing or a spike type of thing, Reed. You can no longer fake spike. Yeah, yeah. He, he faked the spike and then spiked Why? it. Why? Why no no more fake spike? Uh, that's my question. Because people get hurt because, you know. People think the play's over. Yeah. Mm. I guess so. That's, that's a great stupid. That's a great point. Let's see 17 seconds, second one. So we're going to be looking at a third and one next play if he does spike it with the clock stoppage. Gets up, said, hut, fake spike, and then he's, <laughs> that's just, what's what worse? What is he doing? That or the kneel when you're supposed to spike. I don't know, but it confuses me, and we need it out of our game, whatever happened yesterday. Yeah. Well, more so, we need that, that roughing call out of the game. But Aquanu is a guy, man. Like, I don't know if you're 
Do you remember facing your first guy? I know it was Sue, but that gave you problems. Like, because he rolls out and bad day for rookie tackles as well. We'll get to that. My first guy that really gave me problems was Geno Atkins. Really? Um, Cincinnati Bengals. We were playing there. It was, he was on turf. I'd been at Soldier Field. We went out there and it was like, this guy can change directions in an instant. He's 300 pounds. He's yeah. also six feet tall. Yeah. So he's under my armpits as yeah. is. That's the kind of matchups that's like, oh my, fuck this. Well, Aquanu is like, man, I just got out of college. I just had a stipend a year ago and now I'm blocking Miles Garrett and yeah. he's mad at Baker Mayfield. And like, yeah, what a draw this is for my first game in the NFL. And that fucking sucks. And he got beat some, but you know, that's what you go through. Um, but you know, you you go into that matchup knowing that you're going to, you're going to net positive. If you, if you can just go out there and compete. Yep. Um, that's miles Garrett. What I will say is, you know, don't let it be the thing that you're defining your season as. Yeah, no, no, no. I think you gotta have a short memory. We talk about short you memory as it. a tackle. You gotta have a short memory too. Because there's no off week. There's a bunch of great rushers. Uh, and then, you know, Will Lutz saving me, like saving my bacon, man. Because I I got the win totals on, I got over on Houston, so I gotta watch that slip away because Lovey was laying up. And then I'm like, fuck the, the Saints, who I picked to win the division, and I got the uh, over win total on, and I got the under win total on the Falcons. So. It's a double whammy for me for Will Lutz to hit that kick. Mike Thomas looked happy. I almost thought it was like a hostage situation. He seemed so happy. I was like, bro, what's gotten into this guy? Voice is also way different than I thought. He's a confusing guy to me. He's got a higher voice than I thought. I'm not making fun of the cat. I just like, I did not think he sounded like that. Uh, Jameis Winston. I was like Mario Williams, higher voice than I ever anticipated. Really? He talked shit to me my first year, and he was like, get out of here, 75. I was like, oh, my God, Mario. That's not what I thought you were going to sound like. Mike got- Thomas, two fourth quarter reception, uh, touchdown receptions. He had he was on the field for 83% of pass plays coming off an injury. He was twenty. He had 20% target It's a great share. sign. It's a great sign. So, yeah, I mean, Jameis, good game for him. Get a winner of the belt. And Commies-Jags, we said it was really interesting. It was like a fun game. Uh, the Jags would be a lot of fun if they would just do the things to the football like that you're supposed to do, like catch it, hold on to it, uh-huh. kick it through the uprights. Like all the other stuff in football, they're actually pretty decent at. Um, you know, Trevor missed some throws early, but uh, Doug – my favorite thing that, you know, in the 1 p.m. slate that made me really smile, like sitting there in the room, was first, fourth, and four. Doug doesn't even fucking blink. Like, he's just like, yeah, we're going. Like, you know how people think it over? You that's and I talked talk to me Doug about Doug. Know. You talked to me about that's Doug, the Doug before the season because you asked me about Trevor Lawrence and the Jags, and I said, I don't know enough about the Jags, but I love Trevor Lawrence. And you said, well, I know about that coach that's coming down yeah. there. They're going to respond well. And At the very least. He's yeah, he's the he's perfect confident in his group. He's the perfect rebound guy, man. Yeah. I mean, like he's he he's the antithesis of Urban Meyer. Fun rebound chick. <laughs> yeah. So these dudes down there are going to be super excited to play for him. They just got to take care of that football. There was, I mean, the, the, it was the fourth and four. They had it drawn up perfectly. Guy's going to walk in the end zone. He just drops the fucking ball. Oh. Like falls over on himself backwards, drops the ball. So, yeah, they just got to take care of the football, and they're going to be a little bit more competitive than people think. Also, uh, Trayvon Walker, good first impression, right? 
You got the pick. Thank you very much, Carson. Stat, stat, like powerhouse yeah. right Car- there. Stat powerhouse. Read, read his statistics. Yeah. Read. They're absurd. <laughs> Trayvon Walker. Four total tackles, one sack, pass deflection, interception, fumble as well. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. He he's 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 the safest pick <laughs> there. You know, I got to watch more of Aiden yesterday, but Trayvon looks like ready to go. Yeah, he's ready right now. Put him in, coach. He's ready right now. So. Good day for him and a good win for Carson Wentz, who was up and down, man, but that's him, you know? And when he throws those picks, like the one he threw to Trayvon Walker, the way I did Vegas this weekend, that's the way he does his interceptions. Mm. All the way. Like, all the way. Real bad. When he's going to do it, he's going to do it. And you got to eliminate that stuff. I want to say this about the birds real quick. I'll just run through what I saw in that game. The Eagles, um, for our Philly fans right here, I got to go into my my phone for these notes number one great resolve on this team as soon as they took the field uh down seven nothing got punched in the mouth in detroit a place i think is gonna be tough to play right um they responded aj brown the fire in his belly dude you can feel it lane johnson finishing people you know people getting up and hyping each other up like this is a team with a heartbeat i really do believe that offensively right now uh, they look pretty good. Jalen Hurts using his legs even early when it was a little slow going. Um, the, you know, that slant game with A.J. Brown got them going. Uh, but they're down 7 nothing early midfield, and they go for it. They're being aggressive. Nick Sirianni's aggressive. They're on the road. They got punched in the mouth. They go for it. They don't get it. They got a hold. or a, They're going to go down 14 nothing at Ford Field. Not a good place to be. I lost a season opener at Ford Field one time. Mm. It's fucking tough there. I'm usually there on Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're there Thanksgiving. Thank, uh, Thanksgiving. But Hertz is one. Hertz is one for six at this juncture. You're down seven. You're down seven nothing. It could be fourteen nothing. What do you do? You get a stop, and then you get the big gain to AJ Brown, and uh, they they go for it on fourth and goal. It's the right call. Uh, and and I want to talk about one play for them. Yes, it's a huge play. And these are new guys, 95. Marlon Tui Peloto, they, they, you got to thank that guy. I mean, I want to thank him right now because this ball game 7-7. I just talked about how, how hairy it was. And this guy, uh, he busts in there, disrupts golf. Kaiser White tips the ball. Bradbury, all new guys, really. All three guys, new guys. Bradbury picks six. So it goes 14-7 to get some breathing room. Um, and A.J. Brown caught a million slants, as I mentioned, but that deep ball looked beautiful from Jalen Hurts, man. A beautiful drop in the bucket. And A.J. Brown looks scarier and more, I don't know, A.J. Brown than he did in Philly. So I'm really excited uh, to see him all year. Defense did not tackle well, you know, and it also shows you how good those backs are. You know, coming out of camp, that was probably a perfect storm to get gashed a little bit because they run the ball well. They were hitting them early with, like, tight end wham stuff, a lot of pullers. You know, they were taking advantage of, uh, you know, guys getting upfield. Philly's got a good defensive line. The defense didn't tackle well. Those backs are good. You don't tackle in, in, in fucking camp anymore. So the, the beginning of the season, like, you can get gashed, and they got gashed yesterday. Goff, man, he's getting his confidence back. You know, I think he was so broke down after L.A., it just took time. And I'm not going to say he's going to get back to where he was. I'm not going to say he's the answer in Detroit. But he threw some nice balls yesterday, man. He threw some really nice balls. Big conversion to Char- Shark later, late in the game. How the fuck do I say his name, bro? Shark. Shark? Nobody really knows. Nobody knows. Um, shark. Shark. I'm just going to say Shark. 
but he's getting his confidence back. And this is the toughest stage of being becoming a good team for the Lions. Like they're in that zone where they're not dog shit anymore. There's there's pressure on them to improve. People expect things out of them, and they have to learn how to win games. And you saw in the preseason they blew a game. You know on the David Blau drop. uh, You know snap. Same thing yesterday is like there's ways that you can win this game, and they were right there. Um, They had Miles Sanders dead to rights late in the game with an opportunity for another chance, and they couldn't tackle. You know, so there's going to be things that Dan's going to be able to build on there, um, but you got to be better if you want to win football games. Hey, 4 p.m. We spent way too much time on 1 p.m. I'm obsessed with ugly football. Are we worried about the Packers? Your Super Bowl pick, Vikings. They they rolled yesterday. It was a thing of beauty. Yeah, how can you not be a little bit worried? I mean, all we would see all last year is how Devontae Adams can get a free release with with just tap dancing for a, a split second uh, at the line of scrimmage. Uh, yeah, very concerned. I'm I'm not as concerned. I'm not as concerned. I'm not, I'm not as concerned. I'm not. I'm Why not, are you not concerned? I'm not relax. I'm not on the relax. I'm but not, I'm not like, panicking. I'm not panicking, dude. Like last year, I just said it. They got the shit kicked out of them by the Saints. You know the you know opening weekend, and of course they did have Devontae Adams at that point, who's more than just a pass catcher. He was a lot of their run game. You know that quick stuff out on the perimeter. You know how that is, Kyle. If you can't run the ball sometimes or you want to throw the ball. You have to manufacture a run game. Yeah, and they kind of – but they can run the ball. And that's what the problem is. Like, in the second half, they went a little bit more to the run game. And I feel like they could have done that earlier. Now, it's a totally different game if if that kid catches the ball. Let's talk about that. Christian Watson, who's going to be a hollow man candidate. Um, Christian Watson catches that ball. It's his first, like, big target. And he drops it, and it's the quarterback who is known to spite rookies, dude. But he doesn't have a choice this year. That's the difference. Maybe Alan Lazard's that important. I mean, I think Lazard's a good player, but he can't be that good, right? Here's what Rodgers found late in the game, and this is why I'm not panicking. Big Romeo. Mm. I saw you tweeting about Big Rome. Oh, Big Rome. Big Rome got the ball, and I was like, okay, they're going to be all right. Dude, take Bakhtiari's not out there. One of the best left tackles in football. Yes. Out. Yep. One out. of the best left guards in football. That We don't know his name, Elgin Jenkins. A yep. lot of folks don't. Yeah, he's a good Unfortunately, he, he has had some great matchups with some elite rushers in this. So in all this I'm saying league. is they're not at full strength. They're going to learn, dude. And I think the next time they play – no shade at the Vikings because I got them in the playoffs too. I love the Vikings. I mean, in fact, both of us are on the win total now. If we're riding together. I Hopefully have the Vikings winning in. the NFC yeah. or the NFC North. He's so. got them going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't. Okay, have so that. he's Mister Vikings. But I will say this: you see these guys later in the year outside, and I know they always play the Packers tough. Kirk Cousins late in the year, like I just don't trust them yet the way I trust Aaron Rodgers. And I'm not saying I trust Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. But when it comes to not cutting time to win this division, I think it's going to be a different ball game later in the year. I trust so Kevin O'Connell. I trust Ooh. the offensive scheme. Yeah. I trust that the fact that Mike Zimmer's out and the fact that Kevin O'Connell's in, guys like Aaron Rodgers actually have to do their fucking homework every yeah. week. I can tell you how the, the, the Vikings play. I haven't played in Chicago since 2019. Yeah. I, I can tell you what their double-A mug package is on defense, and the guys I play with could tell you what their offense is going to do. 
Now they have to prepare for a, a, an offensive-minded Minnesota team with weapons like Justin Jefferson and Kirk yeah. Cousins, and, 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 Dalvin Cook, and the defense Madison. is changing. Yes, and the defense is is getting they swarm still. Yeah, they it's look, a new identity, new, new, new you know, different some different players. It's been some time. There's been change. Zimmer's gone, but that looked like when Zimmer had that group rolling. There was a two-play sequence that that my hairs were standing on end. Like uh, Hicks, my guy from Philly, just tattooed Aaron Rodgers, and it was like a an, it was like an ayahuasca sandwich, dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, washed that down with like DMT double. Yeah, yeah. So. There was that play, and I was like, damn, is he going to get up? It was like the meme all over again with his face mask all fucked yeah. up. He needs a new chin strap, by the way. He need, he might. I don't know. What do you think about the Peaky Blinders haircut? Uh, I think he went to the store All Saints, and he went a little crazy. He went a little. He went ham at All yeah. Saints. I think, he, uh, I think he's going through something. I think he knows he's got his work cut out for him this year because when you cut your hair, a lot of times it's a major life there's something going on. Got it. Like whenever I get a big haircut, like I'm stressed. And I think there's something to that. So you at home, if you ever really fucking tried a new hairstyle, I think a lot of times. That's what I do with my facial hair, honestly. I'll go from beard to goatee or I'll Because you're go, going through some you know, shit. I'll be like, I need to start fresh. Yeah, and that's what he's doing. So he's like, I got to do Peaky Blinders. I got I nobody. It. This fucking guy's dropping the ball on a nine route. It's beautiful ball. I gotta get a fucked up haircut. It hangs out of my hat. It would bother the hell. I out love of me. the. Like, re- I love you the. You know, reverse. it like hangs out a part of your hat. So, anyways, after the ayahuasca sandwich, next play, Big Z, who looks awesome for them. Maybe he's in the DPOI conversation. Just truck sticks uh, the back in protection, and I'm thinking to myself, like, this group is they're they're a bunch of bullies. Like they're gonna play like this this year, and it's gonna be fun. So and when the, the when the Packers tried to run reverse, Chris, who was out there lead blocking? It was Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers and, and who Big was Z. there to meet him? So Darius, and and you've been in this situation in practice before when a guy you're usually not allowed to hit comes to try to block you. Mm-hmm. Well, now Zadarius, who was a former teammate of yeah. Aaron Rodgers, gets to fucking hit him. Yeah. Aaron trips while looking back at Zadarius, like you motherfucker. Yeah, dude. Falls. They get up. They're talking shit. I'm laughing on the couch at home. Because you know that situation. Kate looks at me and goes, why are you laughing so hard? I yeah. said, you don't get it. Like, you don't get it. This football's is, back. You love it when when a quarterback tries to block you. It's yes. like funny. And Zadarius is, just looks so big over there. Jameis Winston tripped me one time uh, on the way to the next play. Least surprising thing I've and, ever heard. And yeah. So, uh, all right. Chargers Raiders wrapping up these 4 p.m.s, man. Return uh, of the Mac. Dude. Let me just say this. He's like, that looked like Khalil Mack in Oakland playing Denver. Sorry, Reed. Remember that game where he had five sacks, 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 whatever it was, and he was just running through faces. And like his ability to run six inches off the ground is incredible. Him and Bosa. Bosa's balance is insane. But Khalil Mack when he turns the corner and converts power, it's like, him and it's like a tidal wave, yeah. dude. It's like a wave coming off the ocean. It, he, like, he generates force through the ground better than anybody. You, we talk about rushers being able to bend their ankles yeah. to get under guys and around guys. Yep. Khalil Mack puts his back foot in the ground, creates a pole with his inside arm, yep. and puts it on guys' chests, and they cave in. Yeah. I mean, he was dominant. And that's a problem for the Raiders. We talk about their offensive line. Uh Khalil Mack looked awesome. He you had know. Uh, three sacks, four quarterback <laughs> hits, 
Fumble. Sorry to interrupt. No, this is good. That's a great. Three he, sacks. Uh, and then combined with Joey Bosa, it's 16, 16 pressures, four and a half sacks, two turnovers. 16 pressures. Some teams didn't have 16 pressures, bro. Crazy. These guys, if they can stay healthy, I mean, after week one, I think Khalil Mack might be the front runner for DPOY. Which is wild. Considering TJ Watt's injury. Dude, you know, like, and it feels like a revival for him. Um, you know, and, and closing him out, those two plays in a row, it wasn't just the sack. He forced the fumble. The fumble, the down before his sack, he flushed Derek Carr into that action that forced the fumble. So he closed the fucking game out, and that's a great feeling. And they did it without J.C. Jackson. So this group's going to be even better. Um, you know, I, Derek Carr, again, we talk about these situations where you got to go for the kill. You're on the road, even though you're at home, basically, because both L.A. teams had to go on silent count this week. Um, you got a chance to go up seven three. He was throwing darts on that first drive. You got Kellen, you got Kevin Harlan, like fucking screaming. You're hitting Devontae Adams. Mac Hollins looks great. Like things are rolling, uh, and you get down there, and and Waller has got an opportunity. I think it's on third third and goal. Uh, he he's got somebody trailing him on a crosser, and Carr just puts the ball behind him, and and that throw right there can be the difference in the game. And I'm not saying you know like if you do the math, it's the difference. But momentum's real, and playing from ahead is real. That's why I talk about the Christian Watson drop. That's why I talk about the Colts going wildcat. That's why I talk about this situation. Because if you go up 7-3 here, the game's different. Instead, you don't take advantage of it. It's 3-3, and you kind of get jumped. So three picks were bad. I mean, the first one, I think he, he lost Tranquil in the fucking... Um, in the logo, he underthrew Devontae Adams on, on a deep ball, and the third one was kind of careless. So not a great day for him. New offense for him, I guess. And uh, for a team that played mistake-free football in the preseason, they did not yesterday. Herbert, seven guys he targeted four times apiece compared to Derek Carr targeting Devontae 17 times. It feels, it feels times. like to me like when you're really, really good at NCAA football, and you say, instead of just throwing to my best player 30 times, I'm going to see how good I really am, and I'm going to stri distribute the ball. I yeah. feel like Justin Herbert has challenged himself to not only throw the ball to Keenan Allen, but to distribute to a number of guys. This is DeAndre Carter. I played with DeAndre Carter. I'm like, I didn't even know he was there, dude. He was in Houston. He, uh, you know, like he, He's not a star, but Real gamers he, get he's it, a so. star maker, Justin Herbert. He's a star maker. Like, There's going to be guys on that team that are going to become stars because of Justin Herbert. And I'm not taking anything away from those guys, but he threw two balls yesterday that perfectly exemplify why he is the biggest must-see TV in football up there with Josh Allen. Him like, and Josh Allen, from a physical gift standpoint, are just guys that you would pay, I would pay to watch Lamar. It's like a circus Josh show, Allen, you know. Josh Allen, but Justin Herbert, bro. He was rolling left. <laughs> I wrote down where he was on the field. I think it's four minutes ago in the first half. He climbs the pocket. He's got great pocket mobility. Good feel for the rush. Rolls left with his eyes downfield. Pivots his hips. So he's running left. Squares up. Doesn't even like stop and square up. He has like a torso that kind of like rotates. He has a rotating torso. He like and fucking throws a javelin from the 27 on a rope to the opposite 37. 36 yards in the air. Running full speed left. Accurate. With his torso twisting the other way. And an even more amazing throw was to Gerald Everett late in the game. The touchdown catch. I don't know if you saw this one. Uh, Abram, the defensive back from uh, from from Vegas, yep. 
he's full speed, full head of steam coming on a blitz. Big box, big box safety. But guy's still running probably a four five. I don't know. Yeah, flying. He's flying. Herbert's not running. Oh shit! Got to run. Got to run backwards. Oh, I think I'll turn and throw the ball running full speed the opposite way. He's running to the fucking concession stand, dude. And and he finds a way to hit Gerald Everett. And Abram isn't a normal like secondary blitz, third level guy. That's a guy who's paid That's what to he does. blitz and fill and you So know. I mean Herbert's amazing, dude. Yeah. Nothing new. And I want to say this. I know I'll give Bevel Conway out to like a, a, a team or a game. I almost gave Gerald Gerald Everett Bevel Conway, bro. He looks so fucking cool in number seven, it's disgusting. Mm. Like so many guys are whiffing on their single digits. Like I'm like, hey, bad decision, like like haircut type thing. But Gerald, he looks awesome. That uniform, number seven, he was balling out. He's a really good player. Um, so and to jump back, Macon, you made the point about uh, 17 targets for Devontae Adams, three times as many as any other receiver running back, tight end for the Raiders. Mix, what did you think of the Giants game? I thought it was awesome. First week one win in six years. Feels like about 16 years. Uh, Saquon was Saquon, vintage Saquon. That's why you draft Saquon in your fake football leagues. Uh, Tennessee won time of possession. They won the turnover battle. They committed fewer penalties. Um, DJ gave it away at the 11-yard line with uh, several minutes to go in the fourth quarter when it looked like New York would go in and, and tie it up. But they just stayed resilient. Defense uh, bent. A bunch, but didn't break. Held the Titans to 3 of 11 on third down. No Aziz Ojolari. No Kayvon Thibodeau. No problem. It was just a resilient group that um, that was battling out there. Uh, uh, great to see a lot of naked boots, a lot of rollouts for Daniel Jones, including on fourth and one with two minutes to go, which kept that drive going. The uh, What ended up being the game-winning drive. Um, 2019... Dable, game one, goes for two on the road. Love it. Saquon has to fight to get in. Um, was, go up one. Was, that was awesome. I've turns got, out I've to got be, a take on the Giants game, too. Turns out to be too much time because uh, they get Randy Bullock into field goal range at the 47, but but he pushes it, and um, and the G-men are 1-0 and for the yeah, first the, time in the, a long time. The stuff you're alluding to, getting outside the pocket, doing multiple things on offense – it starts with a mindset, and I've been on a team before where we fired our head coach. I think the Giants, for the last five years, new head coaches. Um, if I'm in that locker room and we sign a guy like Brian Dayball, we say we've all been at home after our season's over and watched teams coached by this dude. We have a shot. In the group text, when he gets hired, you text each other, we got a shot. Mm -hmm. We're going to be a better team. We, we may not be competing for the Super Bowl, but people are going to know who we are. You go out and to your point, this is the game plan. The things look different. The vibe seems different in New York. I mentioned on our show yesterday at CBS Sports, I said people seem to forget the superstar that is Saquon Barkley because that's how quick the memory is, as short the memory is in the NFL. But Brian Dable didn't forget. It's one of the best, one of the best backs I've ever played against. Yeah, and I'm I'm not saying he's had the best four year, three four year period because there's been injuries. You know, you'd like to see more production, but it's dog shit around him, and it's finally changing, and I just hope he sees some success. What you said, Kyle, is really on target. I mean, like, being on bad teams is, it's, you're like, you don't believe, and you're you're almost embarrassed. Like, people are like, you play football, and you're like, yeah, I play for the, yep. and you mumble. 
Like now you're like, I play for the Giants. Hell yeah. You know, like Brian Dable effect. I'm dancing after the game, dude. All that shit. So uh, that's becoming like a new, like uh, like a political uh, rally thing. Like, you know, like a, like it's be, coaches are going to have to start dancing to be cool. Like, you know, what? you, you got to go on the campaign trail. You got you to gotta dance. You got to mix it kiss up. Kiss those people. babies. You got to kiss some babies. And Macon, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't this the first winning record since the um, boat picture? Oh, that's probably right. Damn, dude. It's been yeah. a while. Shout out Odell. But Jones pressured seventy three percent of the game or seventy three percent of the time. And uh, that picture the, was worth the it. The tackles were were well seventy three point three percent in the first half, finished sixty nine percent for the game. That's nice. not great. Not great at all. So 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 running left and right, there was a big discrepancy there in how productive they were like Another young tackle that I want to look at the film, but you know, I, I had some comments in preseason. I don't think they were over the top. I think he's going to have to improve. Uh, this is fun, but it also says something about the Titans too. Yeah, it it does when you look at the box score afterwards. But watching the game, I actually felt better about Tennessee. You felt better. Yeah, okay. like Jeffrey Simmons was the best player. On the Monster, field. Bro, Jeffrey Simmons is so fucking good. They didn't put him. Did they not put him in the top hundred? Would they snub the fuck out of him? He was amazing. They had him below people. Fuck the top. He was the best defensive player the Chiefs played last year. He was he was the best player. He was of anybody on defense that the Chiefs played last year. Jeffrey Simmons is like a top twenty-five player. And so that D line, so they pressured uh, Jones seventy-three point three percent in the first half. Nine Titans uh, registered a pressure. Uh, Jeff Simmons and Bud Dupree combined for 12 pressures, three sacks, and a turnover on 21 pass rushes. I love Bud Dupree, dude. He had a strip sack at midfield. They got up 13-0. Like, they could have busted that wide yeah. open. It was very close. It was on a razor's edge. So I think Tennessee, I do think they're still 9-8, and 8-9, eight, eight and nine and not what they have been, but I don't think it's... I Bud Dupree, cause for Bud Dupree, if you're listening, sometimes he, I think he follows green light. Bud Dupree, we need a jersey, bro. I need a jersey. I need a Bud Dupree jersey. Like, I'll send you a jersey if you even want one, but I need a Bud Dupree jersey, like up here. So, yeah, he's one of the most disruptive people in the league. And just to reinforce, Saquon, 18 for 164. <laughs> most That's the most rushing yards for any player week one. He had a rushing touchdown. He added six catches for 30 yards. The game-winning two-pointer. He played 82.8% of snaps. That's the most by any running back in week one. Again, awesome to see him off his injury. Um, it was his second career game with 150 plus rush yards on fewer than 20 carries. The only other player, Derrick Henry. Listen, and he likes tennis. Yeah, He's at the U.S. A Open. Lot. He's All your kind things. of guy. Like all good things. So I want to give out some mentions. The Miller Lite mentions, yes. man. This is now a branded segment. Football season brings back many traditions we know and love: touchdown dances, pick sixes, strip sacks, game-winning sacks tackles, hitting the quarterback, and watching it all with friends in a cooler Miller Lite. The action on the field is reliable year after year. Pair it with the most reliable light beer, Miller Lite. My perfect Miller Lite situation, there's crisp, the leaves are turning, I got a cooler full of Miller Lights. It's just warm enough to sit outside, maybe an outdoor TV, and I got about 12 to 16 of those bad boys in my cooler. <laughs> and I have three friends over because I'm drinking responsibly. Miller Lite is the perfect beer for football Sundays because of the dependable taste. Your friends love it. It's got low calories and carbs, and it's just a sleek, beautiful can. 
since 1975, Miller Lite has been a mainstay in the stadium, at the tailgate, and in your fridge. No matter how your team plays, Miller Lite always provides a winning experience. With only 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12-ounce serving, your only concern is the next third down conversion. And Miller Lite tastes like beer. Because if you're a beer lover, you don't want watered-down flavor. You want the original light beer. Football season brings back the big hits, so reach for the biggest of them all, Miller Lite. You can find Miller Lite pretty much everywhere beer sold. Or go to MillerLite.com slash GreenLight for delivery options near you. It's Miller Time, official beer partner of the GreenLight Podcast. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. So I want to give out some mentions. The Miller Lite mentions, man. This is now a branded segment. I'll I'll explain the mentions. They're just basically fucking awards, people. Mm. You know, it's just a way for us to talk about more football. And then we'll get out of here, and uh, we'll see you on uh, on Wednesday. But uh, I'll explain them as we go. Obviously, we have best plane ride, worst plane ride. That's kind of been a staple here. It goes to the teams that had the best and worst plane ride. It's uh. pretty fucking simple. Uh, now, the worst car ride, I want to give this out. We had best car ride earlier, the Rolls Royce, me and Cowboy Reed. Worst car ride, Scott Frost. Mm. That had to be a tough car ride. Traffic out of Lincoln. You're fired. Especially right? if yeah, he had a like, company car and he had to take an Uber home. Yeah, like, sorry, a company car is not yours anymore. Jesse yeah. Plemons looking ass. Wow. <laughs> well, he is. Like a, you know. But I want to say this, though. He kind of wins here because he gets the bag. He was going to lose seven. out on seven and some change. October, seven and a half. Yeah. October 2nd, $7.5 million. Uh, that was the difference between you know him getting fired the first and the second of October, and we made it easily. You and know how Will Compton's like, "Hey man, you slide under the garage door." That's you know if you got it. Well, Scott Frost slid all easily under mm-hmm. the garage door and made that seven five. Like we now thought, he's hanging out with Coach O. He's hanging out with Coach O. Coach O gave him the blueprint of how to do this. Did you hear Coach O's interview? He was like, "Opportunity, gotta get out." He's like, "When do you need me to leave?" Show me the door. Show me the door. Show me the door, brother. Yeah, Scott Frost, I mean, he sounds like a great guy, but it just didn't work out. Nebraska head football coach Bronco Mendenhall. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, Can his, I give a preemptive car ride of the week? What? Worst car ride of the week? Uh, Green Bay, Chicago, Sunday night. I'm assuming that the Bears, like they always do, will be driving to Green Bay. Wow. Oh, wow. That's how, not great. How long? It's like a three-hour ride. I, no, I'd bus. rather ride the bus every time Never. than fly. I'd rather ride the bus. Put oh, me in a quick bus. That. Bro, you spend so much time at the airport just waiting. It, and on the way home from the game, There's you have to wait for the, the equipment plane, guys to get the, to get the stuff on the plane. Like, you're just sitting on the fucking tarmac after a loss. I'll go best plane ride. You know, you could say the Saints. You could say the Giants. I'll wait to hear what you guys have to say. But I got App State. Oh. Leaving Kyle Field. Wish you had a teleporter to be home. Like. Bro, like to beat Texas A&M, uh, they, they beat you, or they should have. They should have beat UNC. I feel like they beat UNC uh, in a 60-point in a ball game, and then they beat Texas A&M, an SEC team on the road. Unbelievable. In, in, a, in a game that's like 17-12 or whatever it is, like, and they got paid to do it. Mm. Million and a half bucks. The fun belt, cowboy. I got a best flight. Okay, who's your best flight? It's the quickest one probably of the NFL week, which was Steelers heading home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a good flight. Getting out of there with a steal of a win. You you know, the Bengals turned the ball over 
a thousand times um, and they keep it close and you get out of there with a win. It's a 1 p.m. so you get to party afterwards. That's what I'm saying, bro. Drinks before sundown. Yeah. That's where I went. Baltimore Ravens heading home from New York. That's got to be 32 minutes in air. Mm. 1 p.m. kick. You're you're literally probably home by 7:15. That's a great segue after too. After a after a stress-free win. Stress-free. Yeah. Uh, I'll go to Hollow Man next because he played in that game. Could be Christian Watson for dropping that ball. He might not see a ball for a while. He did later in the game. So things are gonna be okay. Necessity, bro. Beggars can't be choosers. But you know they say. Uh, live long enough, die a hero, live long enough to be, I don't remember the, the rest of it, but with Joe Flacco, it's like die a hero or live long enough to be booed in New York uh, and hear Mike White chants against your old team and throw the ball 59 times. So that 59 to me, times. <laughs> he threw the ball a ton, bro. How many? 59. Holy shit. 37 of 59. How ridiculous is that? And to be like, I am really, I'm a Super Bowl champion, dude. And I'm out here getting booed by Jets fans. They don't even know what that smells like. And they're booing me. I mean, you should be kissing my feet, dude, on, as I walk out of the stadium. Instead, I'm getting booed. And you want Mike White in the game? Well, to be fair, I don't Mike blame White him. Was electric. Last Mike White time. is fucking electric. But it's got to kind of suck, dude. Hollow Man will be uh, Derek Carr or Kyler Murray. Okay. And I'm going to stick with Kyler Murray. Yeah, because Derek doesn't deserve it going against those two ends. Yeah, this is chalky, but I'll go Wilcox the the snapper. I mean, it, yeah. it was too slow on the first one, and then the second one's too high. By the way, one of them's on a third down. So if we're going to go to the trouble of being smart to 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 kick on third down, have your holder know that he can fall on, and we can do this over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It's all this stuff. Come on, all this stuff. What are we dude? doing? But, All this stuff. I got a but, hollow man too related to that. Like the holder should know what's going on. Trenton Gill in Chicago tries to towel down the field. Yeah, the oh. towel thing. But most people don't. I, I didn't know, know that. that. I didn't know that either. We can do snow off the ground, and I've seen that happen in Plus, Chicago, but I've hot, never seen the water. Devil's advocate, nobody knows what that guy looks like, the snapper. <laughs> exactly. So, like, it's kind of nice being the guy, like, you know, of all things to and fuck he's up. He's the new long snapper there. Yeah, there's like kind of an excuse, like, I don't really do that. Because Matt Scales his... was there the last seven years. Yeah. So, he had his helmet off on the sideline, though. Pro tip. <laughs> Not a good Yeah, move. keep that, that motherfucker on. on. Let's go yeah. OPSEC. All right, so you had worse flight. I skipped that order there. You had. I had Dak Prescott going to his specialist uh, yeah, after his injury. Like, uh, imagine having to go get MRIs and x rays today. It's the worst. When the sky is already falling it's in Dallas. Worst. It's, probably, it's probably James Andrews. It doesn't even matter to the body part. Yeah. You're going to see Dr. Andrews. We're going to cut it. Uh, I'll go Jacksonville Jaguars. One, yeah. you're flying back to Jacksonville. No disrespect. I like Jacksonville. Yeah. You, we, it's not a bit. You really don't like Jacksonville? Well, they. Uh, I'm told they got rid of the Hooters on the Ponte Vedra. Yeah, if the Hooters at the landing's gone, there's not yeah. much. Oh yeah, they got a TPC. You ever been down there? there? Yeah, I've been down there. Let's go. He's, he's, I saw I saw us lose. I saw my friend Chris lose a Gator Bowl in Jacksonville. Yeah, fuck it wow. sucked. After a, I think Peter Lalik lost the Gator Bowl. It was tough. That hurry up offense was tough it to keep up. Certainly wasn't Juice Simpson going ninety five. No, he crushed it, bro. But uh, yeah, I mean, you're you should you should be one to know. There should be um, a lot of uh, excitement. Maybe there still is in that building. But uh, Carson and the commies come back. Shout out also to the commies. I know it's, it's very difficult to turn away from your racist past and, and culture and everything. <laughs> uh, 
you know, bird's eye view. I think the unis look solid. Yeah. Commanders, you know, people are saying commies, c words. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of working. You're, you're gonna make me calm. Yeah, that's a great meme. <laughs> uh, fly on the wall, which is of course, you know, you wish you could you hear the conversation, see what happens, you know. Uh, and I, uh, Tyson and Kraft sitting together was up there for me. Like, what are they talking about, Mike Tyson and Robert Kraft? But I'm gonna give it to the LSU guy. Uh, who stood like Forrest Gump out on the field in Baton Rouge. <laughs> Booming. Bro, that was, what was he doing? Booming. You think he was on Boomers? Yeah. Because he wasn't just drunk. No, no, no. I what think... was he saying to the fucking, the cops? He said, Operator, won't you put me on? Oh, I got to send my love down to Baton Rouge. Hurry up, I got to get her on the line. I got to talk to my girl just one more time. And they were like, get the fuck out of here, yeah. man. <laughs> like, that's not the words. You don't even know the song. Uh. No, that guy was standing like Forrest Gump out there in front of 80,000 people. There was a play going on. The hands he looked, on the hips. He looked like he was, yeah, he, <laughs> he was just standing there like, yeah, I'm not going to get up. But you know what I'm talking about. And he's just, they're, they're running a play. The Citadel or whoever they're playing is like, by the way, great looking uniforms. Yeah, Southern. A Southern. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do any disrespect the troops there. Um, but yeah, that's my fly on the wall. The guy that was standing like uh, Forrest Gump out there. Uh, my fly on the wall has to be as a former offensive lineman having a shitty, uh, you know, performance. You go into that meeting, and not only are they going to show all the sacks you gave up and all the hits you gave up, but the Cincinnati offensive line having that meeting will be in front of the entirety of the offense, maybe even in front of the entire team. Yeah, and they're going to have a look at that film. I'd love to be a fly on the well, wall. Well, and baby Jesus Joe Burrow sitting right there, and you won't let him down. But like, he's the type of guy who will look. He'll turn around in the meeting and. Say that one's on me, guys. Well, he, yeah, no, no question. He's probably not a bust thrower. Yeah, but you just want to block for him. I bet you know it oh, probably no hurts doubt. you when you like you're like, damn it. Yeah, I got Joe killed. Okay, fly on the wall. The day the Dallas Cowboys doctor decided to wear that hat. Yeah, every single day for the rest of his life. Yeah, like when did that? Because like, you know he's wearing it today too. Yeah, it's not like I'm just. This is just my game day hat. He's wearing that for sure every day. Probably a talk with the significant other because I don't think you're doing that on no, your own. No, I think that's a. Aren't there multiple? Don't they all wear hats there? It's like some sort of a. It's kind of like your zip cat, up, making. That my what? Your zip up. Your your zip up. My little my jacket. I here? feel like every time I see you, you wear that. You got some little zipper. Winter, summer, spring, or fall. I like zippers. No, that's fair. You're like cool. You complain about the air being too low everywhere you go. That's what you do. You like the AC high or low? I'm always freezing, but yeah. that's why I, I layer up. So yeah. I'm cool. I'm not a complainer, you know? Yeah. No, I've never known you to do that. I, uh, the, the guy who was on the field with, actually, it wasn't even Dak. Dak ran off. But when he went out to visit whoever, maybe McGovern last night, um, that's the guy I recognize every single time out there. And he's yeah. not even, he's not touching a player. Like yeah. the trainers have to help yeah. guys off the field, but he's just there in a cowboy hat and a suit. Yeah. A cowboy hat and a suit. Just got done securing the border. Right. And he's often orthos are in the suit. He's evaluating guy's hand. But like, hey, I'm I'm gonna wear this today and every day for the rest of my life. Are you sure? I'd I'd like to Bro, uh, I think it looks pretty fucking cool as you could tell. There's no <laughs> no reason for me to be wearing a cowboy hat right now. It just feels good. I'm and I totally time. respect the fact that you're like, God, I'm a doctor. Uh, I don't need this hat, but like, like, is he in surgery with that thing? Yeah, I think so. Uh, like, the reason that he has that hat is because he can drain up to ten gallons of, of his patient's blood. That's right. really smart, Kyle. Yep, right. I think you figured it out. All right, so, so viewing party is uh, it's where you you, you 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 you're interested at the the vantage point of the subject of this this um, 
this mention. So again, we're Mil- Miller Light mentions here. Viewing party for me is Jalen Rager, who has constantly been over his short career compared to uh, Justin Jefferson unfairly because he was picked uh, before him in uh, Philly. And Jefferson, of course, went for like 180 yesterday. But for once, Jalen has to decide if he wants to root for him or not. It was always a simple decision in Philly. He probably was like, I hope that motherfucker like falls down the stairs. Come on. I mean, like, you know, it sounds bad, but you, you're competitive. You're like, I don't want this guy to fucking do numbers. They're comparing him to me. Now he gets traded to Minnesota and he's in his meeting room. They're teammates and they seem to be having fun. You know, I think it's, I think it's cool. Now he's kind of like, man, yeah, now I can relax and hope Justin goes off because it's good for everybody, right? I'm a Minnesota Viking. So I want Jalen Rager to have a fresh start. Obviously, his special teams coach really likes him. Um, yeah, viewing party, Jalen Rager. Viewing party, or as I like to describe, the best seat in the best house. Best seat in the house. We're oh. changing it. Good call. Um, Great taste, less filling. The old bright-minded Mitchell Schwartz, who does not owe any of us money. He's got a great uh, home setup to watch games. He's got one of those big, giant TVs with a with a, a, a you know, it's got four panels on it, so it looks like four different TVs. It looks like what I would imagine Stephen A. watches yeah. football on. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to go watch over there. Can it turn into four different TVs, or is it always just the one? I think it can. I think he had it on four different games. It's like a tile. Yeah, it's tile like a tile. Wow. And he's also got a golf simulator over there. Talk about a better – you can't find a better place to watch a game. You know, hit during the commercials, watch football during the game. I'm going to just come in. I'm going to go steal one of his TVs. If his brother don't want to pay me, I'm just going to steal his fucking TV. Yeah. And Mitch can just teach me about football. That dude is fucking smart. He's very smart. Is he smarter than Jeff, though? Oh. I don't know. They wrote a book called – the Schwartzes are smarter than you. Is that the name of the I book? think, no, no. Yeah. Jeff's podcast is Jeff Schwartz is yeah, smarter, smarter than, than you. Viewing party, Cam Akers, fantasy managers. Three yeah, carries, bad. zero yards. Bad. On Thursday bad. night. Bad, bad. It appears Daryl Henderson is, is, is RB1, at least for now. How about Kyle Pitts owners? Uh, or managers, sorry. Yikes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think they're very healthy in the middle at uh, the offensive line position in Los Angeles. And I'm going to see ringing? if... No, I just want to know if that's going to be something that's going to be a repeating trend. I or, said in Fridge Talk, they might call you. Yeah, well, they ain't calling me. <laughs> it's not guaranteed money here, Kyle, just so you know. Like, yeah. If you skate, I'm not going to be throwing a salary on top of the millions okay. you're going to make helping Matt Stafford up. All right, so... Uh, Hollow Man, we've done that. Memorial Frank Gore Award, which is you know given to a St. Louis Memorial Award, given to a guy that's toiling in obscurity. We have Jerry Hughes here. I'm going to go with Jerry Hughes because nobody watched that game except for me. Uh, various monies on the game and much respect for Jerry Hughes. So I'll give it to Jerry Hughes. Um, I don't know if you have one, but we all we have left is bevel and game ball. So I've got one for the uh, St. Louis Memorial. That's Sam Mustafer, a guy who's been battling adversity in Chicago. Fans, uh, media members have said he's not good enough. He's not big enough. He's not tough enough. This guy should be in there. This, Sam's out there. Sam's making blocks. Sam's double-teaming guys and climbing to the second level. You look at Herbert getting in, uh, the running back for the Bears. Who's he following? Sam Mustafer. I'm going to say that's a guy who's uh, succeeding in obscurity. Mustafer. Love it. And his brother's a defensive tackle. He could be... Yeah. Watching him in the league. Yeah, check him out. Balling out, James Robinson, 69 yards, two touchdowns. Everybody's talking about ETN. Most of you cannot pronounce <laughs> ETN. Hearing a lot of ETNs out there. ETN's pretty easy for me, which is bad. You go to the Clemson Media Guide. I loved it. Pronunciation Guide, Travis ETN, in parentheses, it was capital E, capital T, T capital A. Well, that's good. Awesome. ETN. 
Uh, and yet, James Robinson gets healthy and is out there doing things for the for the Jags, the now 0-1 Jags, uh, uh, two tutties. Good player, man. Um, Bevel Conway, we'll save the, the game ball for very last. Bevel Conway, um, I'm going to give it to the Fox set. Wow. Fox set looked beautiful. Huh. It did. I, I, that needed an update, and I liked it. You know, like the lights were a little bright, but uh, Fox set looked good. Dad looked good up there. Guys look happy. So this is just a new look on things, right? It's a no, it's like the best looking uniform matchup or, okay, well, you know, like stadium. This is scene. not a uniform or a stadium, but it is Tyreek Hill being in front of a camera post game in Kansas City. We didn't get to see it. We'd always talk to Travis. We'd always talk to Patrick. We always talked to, you know, what I'm saying EB, but you're not talking to Tyreek now with him in Miami. So you're just that you were just like, man, that's beautiful. It, it's nice to see him because he's a he's a. He's a guy that likes to bust the balls of his teammates. Yeah. Like when he said the stuff about Tua being more accurate, it's yeah. tongue in cheek. Guys who play with Tyreek know he's just. Playing. So you think him and Pat get along? I'm sure they do. But here's the deal yeah. when you say something like that, yeah. Pat remembers it. Yeah, Pat remembers it. But Tyreek thinks it's being funny, but I do like to see Tyreek, you know, with his shades on, with his, uh, yeah. with his blockers on, yeah. in the locker room talking. That's cool to me. It's a new look for him, and I'm enjoying it. Bevel Conway, beautiful post-game interview. That's the first. You mentioned it. Uh, Chargers, Raiders. Gorgeous. Uh, white, baby blue, mustard, and the, the silver, white, silver. Gorgeous. 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 I think we're at uh, now... Game ball. I think we're at uh, half, and that even feels high, but only half the stadiums in the league with grass, and some of those, are, some of those are indoors. Sucks. So... Show me an outdoor stadium with natural grass. They're very few. That's Soldier Field. By the way, shout out, shout out, shout out, BYU. We're gonna get rid of that stadium. By the way, in like six Arlington years. Heights. Are you gonna be alive then? I, mean, no, I don't. Old man. Not. So so so. Uh, game ball. We're gonna go and I'm not to steal your thunder if you had him, but Saquon to me wins the game ball. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's on the list. He's one of the few. Like, how many running backs are like the whole thing for a team anymore? He's a. That team is built around the running back. Just wait. Just wait. Get uh, Wandale healthy. <laughs> okay, and, uh, good, good. Yeah, there's other things. Yeah. But Saquon, man, you're happy for him. Seems like a oh great kid. Gosh. Other than the fact Kyle thinks he's a camera hog, I think he's just a great he's kid. He's really handsome, and I'm jealous. <laughs> Saquads. Can I, can I give one here? Yeah. How about Justin Reed? How nice is it when oh your kicker gosh. goes down that you have a reliable yeah. backup? No, I know. And he's getting tackles on kick coverage and also you making some it. plays. You called it. Seeker weapon. Add that to the uh, green light bingo. Matt mentioning Justin Reed. Yeah, we got to add it. We got to add it. Because honestly, it keeps coming true. Stanford guy. Yeah, okay. That's good. Probably learned it there. Yeah. You got anything, game ball? Yeah, for game ball, I got to go with Patrick Mahomes. Um, He comes out and does what we've come to know him as doing historically. And I don't know why people even take a second to doubt the Chiefs because they come out and they put up numbers like they did efficiently. You look at his numbers in the first two months of the season – He's damn near flawless, so I'll, I'll be riding high on the, the PM15 bandwagon for the first quarter of the season at least. Good. Justin Jefferson, 9 for 184 on 11 targets, two touchdowns for the Super Bowl-winning Minnesota Vikings in Week 1. He would have had 230, but he dropped that one. Could have had could have had. You know, you know which one I'm talking about? Life. You know which one I'm talking yeah. about? I, I was about to tweet, this looks like Jamar Chase versus the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But then they were like incomplete. And I mean, also, yeah, you, you probably end up arguing with Chiefs fans. Thielen's not really Thielen. Dalvin wasn't heavily involved in the passing game. It's one guy. Yeah. It's one guy, and they couldn't stop him. He's He is him. He is as him. As they say. One of one. One of one. And we are us. 
one of three, respectively. Yeah, y'all. So catch us every Monday midday. Uh, We'll we'll be earlier. I mean, like you, you, as you're listening to this, just know next next week we'll be a little better because we won't be getting off a red eye. Uh, we'll be bright and early, ready to deliver some analysis. So, hey, thank you all for, for hanging in. And as I mentioned earlier, Miller Lite, official beer of the Green Light Pod. Shout out to the win. Um, y'all, uh, to break the fourth wall here, are a big part of it. Appreciate you. I'm not blowing smoke. We really do. 